you'll like, oh, I'll pretend I like pies for, you know, a few minutes. And then something, I think the listeners will be fascinated because something builds in you, like a certain form of like, it's almost like lust. I'm moving into the realm yeah. of pun-based humour. So, yeah, well. you had a sore throat, you were rasputin, the mad monk. Uh, Actually, if you want to be really fun with it, I was rasputum. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting twist on the Don't the mess with the master. Property. Yeah. That was good. I see I have a lot to I learn know. from you. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps I should not have ventured into the professional realm so soon, for clearly I am just a journeyman. <laughs> You can be my indentured servant. Forget hey now, journeyman. I think your teeth are just fine. <laughs> oh. Oh, um, I just got back, just got back for the dentist. Getting better was, uh, already. Weird. Uh. <sighs> God damn it. Oh yeah, I know about everybody now because of Twitter. <laughs> everybody know Have everything. you heard of the whole you... new social networking phenomenon known as Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I've... tell you. Someone told, told me thing. about it in an electronic mail. <laughs> Log on to the website and find out more. Um, the nineties. <laughs> I remember when I was um, when I was first like I don't know, in like nineteen ninety five. I'd see ads in the newspaper for for movies, and they'd have a website at the bottom, and I just kind of was like, "Oh, you probably just go on there and just watch the movie." Yeah, that's not that's not far off. I was a futurist, you know. You still are, in a way. I am. Uh, no, I'm very um, not a futurist. You're not? I thought you loved the future. He's a future as a child, and now he has grown up, and now he is a presentist. I really want to revolutionize um, mid-90s technology. I'm looking forward to the release of the Sega Game Gear 2. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. I well, there's the PS Vita, which is which kind of reminds me of the Game Gear, which is kind of why I want one. Yeah. The in general, Sony, I feel like is the the Sega replacement. I mean, Sega considering left, there's going to be about better. 15 fucking Sonic games on it, it's not going to be too far mm. off. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm Welcome. Tea. Well, oh, are we starting? By the I, we might as well. Um, okay. <laughs> might as well leave all that in. Fuck it. Uh, welcome. Give them a little bonus since they've been waiting so long. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pod Toy Time 165. Uh, it's a bit late this week because we were all at PAX. Um, well, Jonathan Holmes was still, like, carting the diseased around. <laughs> but the rest of us were pretty much doing the same, actually. I mean, we were at PAX, so we were surrounded by Aspies. So... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I seventy thousand this year, right? Yeah, there's seventy thousand yeah. mentals. No one there was right in their head, um, but we may have been worse. Which we're gonna have to talk about it sooner or later. We're gonna have to talk about Destructoid Live too, which oh, uh, which we'll. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. The pictures look good. It looked great in photographs. Yeah. Did you see any pictures of the carpet or the chairs or the walls? No, it, I did not. No, is it what? true that we have to we have to replace that? Um, hamburgers. We may do. I I'm 
not sure exactly what the deal is there. But Dan Emmerich from um, Activision, the Activision community manager, had a panel after hours and asked me what the hell happened. <laughs> In fact, we might as well talk about it. We might as well get this out of the way. So Destructoid had an, an event, a, a sequence of events at PAX this year. Um, if you were at PAX last year, you'll know we did Destructoid Live, which was a fun little panel stroke entertainment thing for an hour um less panel this year more attempts at entertainment which didn't quite go right and people have said i saw the panel and i've said don't call it a panel because that it's that affords it far too much dignity it was more like a fuck circus (laughs) that's pretty much what i think happened we planned the um the whole panel that morning at the Daily Grill opposite the uh, convention centre over um, protein scramble and French toast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think it was noticeable (laughs) just how little planning Uh, went into it. People loved it, though. People have been talking to me about it nonstop. Really? They're still laughing about it. Just the memory of it has them in hysterics. Well, you see, I still laugh. I still yeah, love it. That doesn't yeah, mean it's good. And there was tons of guests, too, right? You had people shoving food in your mouths, and uh, was Shane there from uh, Ignition? Did you Sh- show shame? Up? No, there was no shame there. <laughs> we could have done with a bit of it. Um, no, Shane from Ignition was there. We had a bunch of Sega people. We had a dancer who'd been on, like, America's Top Dancer or whatever it was called, like t- <laughs> TV or whatever. Television, boys and girls. <laughs> We brought on a celebrity and ruined his day. Who the dancer? Was yes. it? Was it Itron? It wasn't Itron, was it? No, it was a man. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a man, a man named it, it was a man from a thing. I don't know. I'm not up with what the hit kids are listening to these days. Was he a skinny little man? He was a yeah. yeah. I mean, was he, he was a dancer. dancer. Yeah, they all are. Because I had to dance with a Japanese skinny man in Tokyo. And Dale North recorded it, but we never posted it because it was just too embarrassing. He's really good, though. He was for Michael Jackson. Did he dance like Michael Jackson? No. This was, no. He was doing like, proper, proper breakdancing shit. Like oh, okay. flips and kicks and spinny spins in cake. That's the important right. bit. <laughs> That's the bit we need to talk about. The bit where Hamza said, I've got a great idea. I'm going to have cake shoved in my mouth by a blindfolded Max Scoville. Um, <laughs> while two people from 2K, well, one person from 2K, another person from Digital Extremes did the same. So cake went all over the floor of the prestigious Unicorn Theatre, where just that night before, Bioware had been revealing Dragon Age content. <laughs> and Activision was due in. Um, then we breakdanced on top of all the cake that went on the floor. Uh, I'd like to can I um I'd like to point out this was not like this was not this was a fairly expensive cake from what I've gathered. It was very thick frosting. Uh it was red velvet with then with cherries in it. Yeah. Um and it better not like stain I, because it's all over my new fucking trousers. Well, bad news, it probably does. Yeah. Um I got some on it's my I actually I, I walked a mile back to my hotel to put on a sharp vest and tie combo and some clean jeans and my nice boots and do my hair 
and then I got Aww. fucking cake covered in me. And those are like my that's like my one pair of nice wearable jeans. And it looks like I had my period all over them. This is <laughs> what we get listening to Hamza. Yeah. yeah. We're not doing cake next year. Oh, we're, not doing, we're not doing any food next year. Like, if you thought the Sinner's Sandwich contest the year before was messy, the fucking cake was the... Sh- <laughs> just... Oh, God, I'm so fucking, fucking it, pissed. Yeah. Like, my <laughs> clothes are expensive when you are John Candy. And... <laughs> somehow... I'm going to have to try and get away with this with my wife, who's all, who got pissed that I lost my $10 sunglasses, let alone the trousers, which I don't even want to think about how much they fucking cost. So mm. we did that. We got cake all over the unicorn floor. Um, me and a professional dancer then danced all over it pro- to make sure it was proper ground into the carpet. I mean, we talked Jim, about you- our expense. Jim, can you describe in detail your dance routine that you did? Uh, my dance routine, I did a funny jig, which everybody loved. Uh, uh, got some mitt from the audience, uh, pulled down my trousers, uh, which is probably where all the cake got on them, pulled down my trousers, revealing my milky thighs to the world, and uh, proceeded to use some mitt like a grinding bowl. <laughs> uh, I think you really you rammed him more. Uh, it was a I kind pumping. Of, I basically attacked him with my penis. Um, Samit told me that before the panel you went up to him and made sure that he was sitting in the front row but you wouldn't tell him why Yeah, I wonder like <laughs> how much fear went through his head when he saw you pull down your pants and he knew that his time was there <laughs> to be honest I, th- I don't think it compared to the relief that that's as far as it went like because <laughs> he knows I'm capable of worse so <laughs> At least it only went that far. Um, then I had a heart attack and died. And just as I was falling, just like I thought, oh, this would be funny. I'll pretend to have a heart attack and die. Everyone will laugh. Good end to the dance. It was about when I was at a 45 degree angle that I remembered there was cake on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it was too late. There was no way I was self-correcting from that. And it just all over. And on my fucking waist jacket as well. My fucking black beautiful waist jacket that I bought specially for the panel and was hoping to wear for, like, gym positions and things. So that's... <laughs> I mean, if if the fucking PAX people are complaining, I mean, we have taken taken a hit as well. Like, everyone in we should We should send them our dry cleaning bill. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know if we're going to get approved for a panel again. Uh, I, oh, I mean, well, genuinely, come on. How- how did I, the people, how did it go over? I, what was the reaction? I sent an email. Um, I want to say I sent an email to Khalil White, the organizer of the PAX panels, who's always been very good to Destructo, who's always been very responsive. I sent him an apology email uh, about three days ago. There has been no reply. Mm. Well, he's busy. Wow. Yeah, yeah apparently one he's of the busy fucking was... having cake dug up out of the fucking carpet. <laughs> I guess Sorry. I guess when we were uh, when we were leaving, one of the enforcers um, just kind of looked at Nick and went, "Yeah, thanks for throwing fucking hamburgers everywhere." And, yeah, let's look at them. Didn't even get to the hamburgers. We yet. haven't even gotten to the hamburgers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we decided. Um, I say we. None of the bad stuff was actually any of my fault. I mean, I've got to take responsibility as the organizer who did no organizing, but. 
for once, all the trouble... Like, the Sega dance-off was my big responsibility, and that went off quite well. That was mess-free. Except and for I, the kick. That was already there. I had nothing to do oh, okay. with the cake. I had nothing right. to do with whoever thought. I think it was Nero who thought, let's get lots and lots of hamburgers so that when we announce burger time... And hey, <laughs> let's say 45 minutes after we announce burger time as well. We'll throw hamburgers around into the audience. I'm sure it'll be fun. They won't throw them back. <laughs> so that <laughs> for for the next forty five minutes, hamburgers were thrown around the prestigious Unicorn Theatre where Bioware had been the night before, and Activision was due to arrive. Um, that was this McDonald's hamburgers. Well, we had, like, specially, there were specially prepared ones, and then there were these McDonald's ones. Nick, Nick, the responsible editor-in-chief, who later on that day told the entire audience to get up on the fucking stage, the responsible Nick <laughs> Chester, his reasoning, like, for the hamburger mess was McDonald's should have fucking wrapped them up better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, uh, the, uh, the enforcer, apparently, who's probably, I don't know, I guess they're probably volunteers or at least, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. like yeah. low paid dudes who get to wear blue shirts. And, um, you know, he just stared at Nick and went, thanks for throwing fucking hamburgers everywhere. And I guess Nick went, you want, you want help cleaning them up? And the guy was just like, no, it's okay. <laughs> and proceeded <laughs> to pick up our disgusting. Yeah. Hamburgers. I mean, I apologize to, to that, that the fellow with the beard and pigtails. And he was like, it's oh, okay. Him. We've got a crew coming up. We've got a cleanup crew coming. Apparently, the cleanup crew were the ones who were the like the least happy about it. I wonder why, but they're the ones we really needed to apologize to. But we were long gone by then. We were out taking fucking photographs like proper celebrities, yeah. <laughs> while other people cleaned up <laughs> our mess and the Unicorn Theater stank of onion. Like Destructoid made packs smell of onions. That's <laughs> that was you know contribution. Come on, come on, it's. It's a video game convention. I smelled some new smells there, okay? Like, it, we weren't yeah. doing that big of a thing. I don't like, think we did. I don't think the smell of rotting, cold, congealed hamburger flesh. It's, actually, that is a pretty accurate smell of packs most times, so we probably did all right. Apparently, all the panels afterwards got delayed as well while they... Huh? Dealt with our mess. Oh. Uh, yes, there is a video of the cake eating contest that someone, like one of the audience guys, um, I think it was Swishy, uh, took. Put it up on YouTube, and there's a comment just like, These fucking geniuses, man, they fucking put cake on. <laughs> and every panel was delayed. They ain't coming back next year. I hope they had fun. Hope the cake was good. <laughs> who, who said Guess that what? we're gonna be there next year and we're gonna have a fucking panel it just might not be in the PAX theater yeah it'd be but we're sure it's fucking to have a bigger audience fucking sidewalk outside well uh, i mean people liked it though right well the, bottom line are you fucking kidding me it was a gore concert it was incredible people loved it <laughs> <laughs> i mean people I, people seem to i mean i was saying afterwards it was the bumblebee of panels like it's sh the thing that shouldn't fly but does and mm. I mean, the thing mm. was, um, it was fucked. It was Sean Norton, um, works with Sega PR guy. Like he's just said it was a shit circus. Uh, 
guys lining up to get kicked in the balls by me. Yes, oh, we had yeah. Tara Long kicking audience members in the bollocks. Swift kicking the balls. Um, what else did we do? We tried to have a I... Q&A, which didn't work. We gave away some prizes. Uh, some of the prizes included uh, lubricants that I got at a truck stop in Fresno and a book about teaching African-American children and then T-shirts from Machinima's Awards in 2010 and oh a God, Game I Revolution shirt. Yeah. yeah, They're really also, comfy shirts. We did give away the CD, didn't we, as well? I accidentally, while in Seattle, bought a hip-hop CD from a boy. He oh, said... God, Jim, can we talk about the... Uh... <laughs> Our, our, our rooming adventures together? Oh, we can. I mean, this is... Well, we say our rooming time. adventures. Like, Max and I roomed <laughs> during PAX, and people were expecting all sorts of hijinks. I don't know what they were expecting, but we hardly were in there together. Yeah. Um, but the moments we did, we had some fun. I mean, we, it started at the Destructoid Party Thursday night, where we got... Well, I got a little um, tipsy. You were double-fisting Appletinis. I was double-fisting Appletinis, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I, I think I cut a gentlemanly figure as I did that. Uh, we, we, were, uh, we were making up movies. We were inventing films together. We uh, came up with some great ideas. We uh, really did. We came up with... Well, Max came up with um, Groob and Gruber, if you want to describe that one. Sure. Groob and Gruber would be the, um, the college sex romp a la Animal House that is about Hans Gruber and Simon Gruber from the Die Hard films as two rascally, you know, young men who want to have parties and have they want to have sexy parties, but Dean McLean is trying to stop them. There you go. What? Which McLean yeah. is that? Dean John McLean, but he's the Dean. He's the Dean. So he's like Gruber's. And, uh, and then Max mentioned Animal House, which made me think of Spawn versus Animal House, which I think would be the crossover of the century. Todd McFarlane's Todd Spawn? McFarlane's Spawn versus Animal House versus no, Jim Belushi's Animal Spawn. House. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's different spawns. There's a few. Um, then we then we we what, we went back to our room together. In the elevator, you ran into some guy who said, "Oh, hey, you're that Jimquisition guy." And you proceeded to sort of fall into the elevator wall and go, oh, I'm in no shape to be talking to anyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. Oh. And then we yeah. laughed, didn't we? The second he left, we both burst out laughing about how stupid our job was. <laughs> that we yeah. recognized in the elevator for no, re- for no deserved reason. No one, we don't deserve to be recognized, especially after we've been throwing hamburgers around. Yeah. But then we got back to the room, and I, I produced a bottle of Powerade, and we had a nightcap. Yep. Um, and then we discussed um, the possibility of Haunted Star Wars, I think. Yeah, ha- Haunted Star Wars. We wanted it to be, like, the spookiest Star Wars ever. Um, what what if would that be? Well, we had things like, what if Han Solo was a Frankly Stein? Yeah. Um, uh, Zuckers and if- Forlom meet the Wolfman. R- what Suckers if IG-8 and Forlom? Yep, IG-88 the vampire. Um, IG-88. Yeah. It was like basically oh. like like Hammer Horror, like yeah. Bella Lugosi, that sort of thing, and Star Wars. The uh, sad thing is, it's actually, it's actually more of a genuinely good idea than anything Lucas has done in the past ten years. That is true. Um, oh, and then I remember we were at that point we were like a couple of you know fourth graders trying to fall asleep at a slumber party, but we kept giggling. Um, and we kept just like chiming in with different ideas. I remember one of them was um, 
what if they unfroze Han Solo from Carbonite, but he was just <laughs> retarded, and Chewbacca had to carry him around in a baby carrier for all <laughs> Return of the Jedi? <laughs> Or like, um, like how he's got C-3PO on his back in the uh, middle one in uh, yeah, Empire right. Strike. After but it's just moment. like Han Solo just like dribbling and being fed acid sauce. <laughs> and he's, they still made him a general. <laughs> but he's just like in a baby carrier shitting himself. He'd be brain damaged then, I guess. Yeah, brain yeah. damage. Yes, he would, he'd Jonathan Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> That that's what the humor was, Jonathan Holmes. He'd be brain damaged. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, this panel, this um, thing that we did, uh, Tara, Tara, you were in the audience. Mm-hmm. How did it look? I thought it was actually a little bit less crazy than last year's panel. Um, what? what? It was, huh? That that wait that this year's panel was then, less then, crazy. Then back, yeah. Than the me, they Jim, just Chad, and it. I don't remember I, our panel. No, being we didn't even oh. we didn't even stand up in yeah, the panel last year. It was very. I don't know. Yeah. I was really close to that center sandwich eating contest. So. Well, yeah, that part was pretty good. Mm. I guess like <clears throat> it looked like normal destructoid. Take <laughs> that as you will. Oh dear! Well, I wish I was there. It sounds oh. great. It looks like, hey, those those kooky destructoid guys are at it again. <laughs> Ruining yeah, packs what... for everybody. I don't know. Well, I, I... like I I don't I didn't see like the hamburgers like flying. I mean, I saw them flying through the air, but I didn't see them like making a mess or anything. I saw one hit Nick. Really? I, I, I heard someone about tried that. to I someone tried to throw a burger at me and they missed and got Nick. I... I like how you guys were like, "Hey, Max, take the take the um, audi- the microphone in the audience and give it to people so they can answer our questions." Okay, yeah. Why why didn't you guys just have people line up to ask questions? That's what yeah. I was like running around yeah. and and nobody really wanted to ask any questions, probably for fear of having food thrown at them or something. Here's the thing: well, the answer to, all- answer your, to answer your questions, Tara, why we didn't have people lining up and asking questions, right? Because that was a good fucking idea, what you had there. That was a a good suggestion. That was an idea of something that would have worked. But we did that last year. Yeah, I know. But the point is, it was so disorganized, and I couldn't even see a microphone, like, in the aisle for anyone to line up. And, And, like, nobody was standing up when they were asking questions, so you couldn't tell her. People would just talk. By that point, the audience was making its own entertainment. They were just talking amongst themselves. They kind of <laughs> given up on the idea of this ever approaching a panel. They they kind of they were doing their own thing. We invented the meta panel. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, when great. they were doing the makeup contest off in the corner, it was hard to hear because they kept talking and laughing the whole time. And like, yeah, the what? I the makeup kind of, I guess in the middle. So I was hearing their conversation and the panel conversation because the microphones weren't very loud. No, they weren't. They were pretty quiet. Like, I couldn't even talk over, like, people in the audience shouting out. That, yeah. just, that didn't make sense. Um, so, so there was a makeup? Just so oh, I yeah, we put, we put clown make. Well, we had two people from the audience put clown makeup on uh, Jordan and Conrad. Uh, who, how, you know, how come? We had a pretty, pretty princess contest. Yeah, we wanted to make them look pretty. <laughs> 
Um, I mean, that just speaks volumes as, as to as to my skill as an organiser, in that so desperate was I to like include Jordan and Conrad somehow that I just said, put makeup on them, and that was then an idea. <laughs> and they were like, okay. Yeah. And that they was were cool with it. They, they actually ran with it and were cool with it, and it was pretty funny in the end. Excuse me, in the end, but I mean that's just the bargain basement of ideas that was that thing. Just this, oh. it was just a collection of very vague concepts. But a lot of them. I mean, you had um, didn't you announce uh, Saints Row the Third penis? That was or something? That went over. It, was, it wasn't even an announcement. They already oh. knew that. <laughs> really? Uh, I we showed before. it. We showed big bouncing breasts for the first time. Uh, okay. It was cold. It went over well. People laughed. And then Mr. Destructoid in, in Burger Time. Mr. Destructoid in Burger Time was a big announcement. Dale North's song at the beginning was absolutely fucking Oh my sad. god, that was the best part for me, hands down. Oh, I didn't know Dale... It's the only Dale's... good bit, to be honest. It was, <laughs> it was the only bit with preparation. Yeah, it was the bit where the jokes were intentional. So that Did helped. he do a live performance? What did he do? Uh, he did a whole music video for us. It was it was fantastic. It was all about you know his life working at Destructoid. Uh, people. I'm so mad that he out. did that. He did that, and it was like from there it was anything we did that was I, that was a, an edited video, and we're just a bunch of fucking morons hurling food at each other and insults. <laughs> we're like animals. Well, I I like that he did it because it just served to further contrast how bad we are. <laughs> As individuals and as representatives of a professional outlet. I think people loved it. I'm sure PAX will be very happy to have you back. Because they want to entertain and, what, cleaning a few stains. That's just part of the, um, I mean, Gallagher. You're just the new Gallagher. Right. You know how to of that to claim that that panel was the new Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, and that's thing. generous to uh, to Gallagher. I'm being generous. I think I said that at the panel, and no one heard me because there was just the middle of a riot happening, like a fucking hamburger riot. That's basically it. It was like it was basically like we were in London four weeks ago. <laughs> that's like a garbage riot. <laughs> it was oh oh dear. That's all I can say. Next year, I've pitched it to at least Nick and Hamza. Next year, I want to do Podtoid. Pod oh, okay. Destructoid Live, colon, Podtoid. Um, get, I think that's know, a good idea. Opening up to the... Trying to do too much stuff just makes too many things happen at once. I agree. We, I mean, we got away with it this year, but... I mean, I tried to go too high... I, want, I wanted high concept. I wanted an extravaganza and got a fiasco. <laughs> So next year, if we're allowed back, or fuck it, if we're not, we'll do it in the we'll do it in the middle of Ubisoft's booth. I don't care. Um, just us four on a stage, microphones, this shit. So you know. honestly, I'm surprised we get away with this as a as a fucking podcast. Because yeah, that is true. Um, mind you, people were fucking asking for pod toy jokes during the panel. The people, Voldemort, do <laughs> So I was hoping we do the lust girding, but I just it, it just didn't happen. I, I remember I, so, yeah. someone asked me. They they said um they said I I know that someone was teasing or you know someone was teasing at a thing that we wish we could have done but we didn't do. What was it? And I said they were like, was it was it the actual lust gurney? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we built what? an actual fucking. <laughs> carriage to have sex on like i don't 
yeah, you're not with us, right? Well, that's like, exclusive. Like next year at Destructoid Live Pod Toy Edition, we're actually going to bring out a gurney, and Max and I are going to fuck on it. <laughs> and it we're won't be done for comedy. After. It won't even be comedy either. Like it'll be really awkward and clammy and upsetting. Oh. And like we won't be doing funny voices like "Oh, I'm having sex." It was just like. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> It'll be like a Serbian <laughs> film, but with uh, us. Uh, <laughs> Christ! Oh no! Oh. <laughs> oh no! Like anxious. Yeah, like that, and like That's everyone, it. like people will laugh at first. They'll be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this. This is so crazy. This is out there." And uh, 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 oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes later, they'll be yeah. like, "They really are unhappy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for us, and they are me. so unhappy having sex. Oh, so look forward I, to that next year. If they thought cleaning the cake up off the floor was bad enough, we're gonna kill uh, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a tough, yeah. tough thing you've got to live up to. But, uh, I I did stuff while you were well, gone. Yeah, what did you do while we were away? Um, I set the internet ablaze with a um collection of fan art i found in 3d you can view it in 3d on your uh, nintendo 3ds of sonic and link from legend of zelda having really like various various forms of sex with each other at a college campus in a dorm and i posted it on detoid and i got a really good reaction yeah i I saw some of those pictures yeah sonic sonic looked sleazy as hell really yeah we're gone uh yeah, I try to keep myself entertained. It's as close as I could get to replicating the to feeling I had spending time <laughs> with you guys was fan art of Sonic and in in a, like a real background. They said it in like real world, which is creepy. And I was also on a um another podcast for a few minutes. I was gonna... <gasps> Harlot, yeah, Jezebel. <laughs> they uh, they ask, ask all of you. They want each and every one of you to be on the show. What is show. it? Do they pay? Uh, no, they really don't. Oh. They're just up. There are uh, they're on the Irish Podcast Network, which I already think is pretty amazing. The Irish yeah. podcast is that two podcasts? <laughs> they just talk to each other on the phone. I don't know. This gentleman, he listens to our show. Um, his name is Cullum Ahern. He asked me to be on, and he basically just asked me a bunch of questions at random. Um, and they were fun questions, and he laughed at my jokes, and he's very nice. And his show is called The Game Shroom. I'm not sure why. Oh and they, they talk about stuff. It's good. You you can find it at uh, CullumAhern.tumblr.com. Oh, big order! I am an Irishman! I am a leprechaun at the end of the race ball! If you catch me, you can have a pot of gold! Patio furniture! <laughs> had, to, had to be done. He was more like, "Oh, Jonathan, thank you so much for Yeah, Jonathan. How would you like a potato? I have them for I am an Irishman. You sounded Japanese too. Hey, let's not. Come on, come on. Yeah, that's just the most racist voice I've ever heard. <laughs> generally racist come on guys we've all had fun at the end of the day yeah but let's not get racist (laughs) he actually plays guitar Colum Ahern he's very cool 
He's in his twenties. He seems like a um, the kind of guy girls would like. You know what I mean? Fuck him! Fuck him! Oh come on! You're one to talk. Fucking girls guitars. love guitars. I have this like chip. I have this ridiculous chip on my shoulder to things that people do that get them laid. Like I mean, <laughs> yeah. the things that actually like. I fucking I fucking hate acoustic guitars just because they're such like a like a aphrodisiac and it's like a thing that I could never do. Like, I mean, I guess I'm funny and like. You know, like you're all tall, but as I far as like so. actual skills, you're tall. And I want to, I want to go to parties with an acoustic guitar, and like just you know sitting there. I'll have like thick black rimmed glasses on and a bit of hair like just going over my forehead, um, check shirt, jeans, uh, brown loafers. You look like John Popper from Blues Traveler. I don't know what that is, but I'll look like him. <laughs> Uh, I'll have a beard on, whatever. I'll I'll do my best to look like what's his face, that guy from Kotaku who like writes novels, and uh, uh, Tim something. Tim Rogers. Tim Rogers. I'll Tim look. Rogers. Like, I'll dress like him. Have my acoustic guitar, and women will come up to me and they'll say, "Oh my god, oh, oh, <laughs> um, do you play at all?" And I'll go, "Oh yeah, a little." Like that, like, yeah, yeah, I play, I strum a little, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, then I'll pick it up, hold the uh, neck of it with both ends, look at it upside down, and then just scream at it for an hour. Just... <laughs> <laughs> like that, like the fucking headcrab zombies. Just... <laughs> like that, until they go away. And then I'll say, yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> Tim yeah, so anyway. Um, Do you remember fucking... that time? Well, yeah, go ahead. What? I was, I was just saying, like, it, sports and music and photography are the things I don't like. Because if you're good at those things, you, you get girls, and it's not fair. Like, I can draw, <laughs> but I can't draw girls. And girls are always like, oh, my God, can you draw me? And I'm like... I could draw you a fucking picture of a monster truck throwing up if you want to look at that. <laughs> and girls never want to see that. And photographers, they're like, oh, yeah, I could totally photograph you. And girls are like, oh, my God, I want to be a model. And it's like I went to art school, so this was a constant fucking thing because I'm like, what do, you, what do you do? And I'm like, I paint pictures of snakes because <laughs> I think they're cool. I failed. I failed yeah. art class because for my exam, I drew a picture of Victory Bell from Pokemon. <laughs> And they failed me for that. They don't understand our fuckers. Was it Max, a, yeah. Max, you're tall, so you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Just Max, trust me. I know. And I, that, and, but, but I, just, I still have that thing where it's like... And, and then there's those guys who are like, oh, yeah, I'm really involved with, like, you know, uh, non-profit and, like, lo- local, you know, organiza- uh, you know, pro- protests. And, and it's like some kind of altruistic shit. And I'm like, yeah, man, I fucking... I like fart jokes a lot, you know? It's just fucking... Uh, Girls. You're you're not allowed to be like that anymore, Max, because you are a handsome young man who stars in his own show. Along I'm growing a beard. Oh, okay, you can still still can't do it. You can't. You get more girls, or if you wanted to, you would get more girls than just some dude. Who's yeah, dead. I know. It's fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> it's, it's really. I was. Oh my god! It's so fucking stupid. Explaining what I do, it's the worst. Um. 
I was I was getting uh, I was at the dentist today, like with the it, and my girlfriend is the dental student, and her teacher had to come and like you know examine my teeth as like a double check thing, and he's like, oh, you know what's, and he looks at my chart, and it's like, oh, it says you you smoke cigarettes sometimes, and I'm like, ah, uh, you, you know, sometimes I was at a trade show this weekend, and he's like, what kind of trade show? And I'm like, it was like a video game thing, and he's like, what do you do? And I'm like, I host a video game news show on the internet, and he's like, so you just play video games and i'm like yeah and then i make jokes about him he's like that's your job and i'm like i i should go <laughs> sorry have i told you about the woman who works in marketing at my day job no. i must have right no what's which she, she um everything about her. She, all right uh she is tall and blonde and wears a power suit every day and uh she's a master of vocal intonation like specifically, like oh yeah, oh that sounds great. Like <laughs> constantly modulating up and down. She's I've never heard her just say like okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and she gets by by uh, like that. She's she's I you know as we've talked about on almost every show for like the past month. I know a lot of developmentally disabled people. Uh, so I can call when I see him. She she gets paid better than me. She gets by uh, on vocal intonation and power suits. Like she literally cannot think. And this is an example. Um, it was last year. I was going to Tokyo Game Show, and uh, everyone at my day job was like, "Oh, you're going to Tokyo? That's great." I'm like, "Yeah, I can't believe it." She's like, "You're gonna be on a game show?" I'm like, "No, I'm going to the Tokyo Game Show." It is a trade show. Oh my god, what are you going to trade? I'm not trading anything. I'm going to the Tokyo Game Show. Are you going to win? Is it a reality show? I love reality <laughs> shows. Like, no, it's not a reality show. It's a video game trade show. I can't believe you're going without me. You know, like, just making no sense. And the other day I walked up to her and said... <laughs> yeah, she's really funny. She's nice, too. I walked up to her and like, are you going to watch Gem tonight? And she's like, you know, she's an executive. I shouldn't be talking to her about Gem, which is the 80s cartoon show about an all-girl band that uses holograms to create Please, dogs to chase them. It's Gem and the holograms. And there, I'm there sorry. Was the misfits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I walk into her office. She's trying to do important things. I'm like, watching Gem tonight? She's like, oh, my God, is it a reality show? I'm like, nope, it's a cartoon show from the 80s. And she says, I love reality shows. What time does it come on? Like, she cannot compute the wow. words. Yeah, she's special. So you just you just fucking troll her and walk in and be like, hey. But if if you troll someone, fucking, who's... are you walking watching fucking Jace and the Wheeled Warriors tonight? <laughs> I oh can do that. Is that a new kind of car? <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, Sawboss! What kind that... of pirates does Sawboss get? <laughs> Stand by the water cooler at, at work and talk really loudly about this awesome fucking reality show called The Human Centipede that you watch, <laughs> and that oh, you've got to track it down. I could do I was, that, and it would be fun. There's this, there's this contest. Thing. There's this contest reality show on the internet. Two girls and one cup. How are they going to get out of that scrape? Well, Google it and find out. <laughs> I just realized I could get fired for what I just said. Hmm. Mm. That'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Oh, we're <laughs> we're going to keep that, are we? Then just oh, sure. Oh, well, yeah, you should keep that. Just yeah. as just, a thought experiment. Just well, once. come on. You only live once. So you got to find out what's going to okay. get you fired, right? Really? I mean, if I were to die, thinking, "Wow, I wonder if I would have got fired if we had left that in." So <laughs> leave it in, you know, for the the sake of uh, adventure. Jonathan, mm-hmm? you have a job, like a real job. If don't what. 
It'll Jimmy, be alright. Just, just put some music you over fired, that part. You can come back and host the Destructoid show anytime. Don't do you. that. I like it here. <laughs> Don't make me go. You'll always be first in my heart, Holmes. It's, so ripe. Oh, it's so ripe for you to come back. I made fun of JRPGs yesterday. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. That's fun. Oh, fuck. Am I in trouble? No, not at all. I, you know, I like to talk to you about our differences. I was actually surprised by how many people agreed with us. Oh, sure. Yeah, JRPGs are on the decline. There's, right a, there's a nice trendy backlash of JRPGs. You'll be all right. Mm, yeah, absolutely. But that's the other thing I did while you were gone is I played more Xenoblade, which is a JRPG. And it's pretty good. Are you yeah. going to review that? I, I, did you get my email? I sent you and Nick an email because I don't know whether we should review that or not being a European thing and will it, won't it ever come to North America. It didn't go well, that email. I responded a couple of times. Oh, did you? I didn't get yeah. any replies. I didn't see huh. any. Maybe I'll I missed... dig it up. Okay, yeah. Uh, what happened was you said, are you going to review that? And I said, well, I mean, honestly, I have like three spare hours a day tops and it takes like 70 hours to see everything i think mm. in that game so it would take me a long time but jonathan ross already has it and he was 10 hours in as of like two weeks ago so he's probably already done oh, so maybe i should just get a review up then i don't know whether we should review it or not because we try not to do imports but right. we don't know if it's ever coming out in the states so i strongly suspect that it that it will um, they could leave it just as is. Actually, the the voice acting, some of the best stuff. It's in the game. It's pretty hilarious. That's, that's what gets me. It's already localized. Yeah. All they I mean, gotta do is fucking pretty... release it in limited quantities. It's it's a, a relatively riskless gamble. They do use terms that I've never heard in the United States, though. So they might have to edit it a little. Well, bit. like bum muncher. <laughs> <laughs> no, like um. Oh, I can't remember, like twiddly twat or like cumbledinkle or something like that. Twiddly twat, uh, something like and that. Bumbledinkle. Yeah, that's stuff you guys say. It it sounded good though, and everyone. It's such a British game already because everyone's so laid back about the biggest things, like uh, this shirtless, this constantly shirtless, sexy guy who just carries around a giant like robot sword. It's like, hey, I'm going down to the cave to go hunt for giant monsters. You want to come along? And the other guy's like, oh yeah, all right. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a load of old twiddly twat, if you ask me. <laughs> Something like that. You you guys know what to say. You know. Uh, what to say. Uh, um, I'm glad it's good though. I'm, yeah, I'd like yeah, to play it. I still haven't gotten around to modding my Wii. I'm too lazy, even yeah. though it's really easy. It is. You'll you'll get to it, or it'll just come out here. The game. I don't know if you could tolerate it though. I mean, in terms of graphics, it really is not an expensive game. It didn't cost a lot to make. Hey, I love Deadly Premonition. It looks cheaper than that. I mean, it looks like... Oh, wow. Yeah. But then again, it's on the Wii, so it doesn't have the same advantages as Deadly Premonition um, in terms of what the processing power can be done for it. Um, It's pretty. I mean, it it looks really good, but if you get close to any object, you're going to see some really, like, uh, what's the word for it when the textures are bad? Uh, jaggies? Mm, snatchies? Something like that. <laughs> Twiddly twat? Uh, <laughs> nab. It's, uh, yeah, it looks cheap. The, the, sometimes the characters look pretty ugly. It looks much worse than um, Last Story. Like, Last Story, I think, because I've got to play that a little bit too, I'd say that's, like, mid-range GameCube to... High-end GameCube, whereas uh, Xenoblade Chronicles looks much more like late-era PS2. Maybe like Shadow of the Colossus level of uh, fidelity. Mm, that's not 
too atrocious. No, I think okay. it looks great. Yeah. The art direction is really good, much like Shadow of Colossus. It uh, well, that's what's gets... more important than anything is get the art direction right. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and they did. It, yeah. it definitely. You just walk up to like cute bunnies and uh, cut their heads off, and then take treasure chests out of their corpses, and you know there's a uh, there's dinosaurs and stuff. Jim and I play Skyrim. I was actually just going to say, talking of animal cruelty. Yeah, we're well, uh, doing such a good animal cruelty simulator. Oh yes, I I spent ten minutes burning butterflies with my <laughs> with my flamethrower hand, just running around, just burning butterflies. It was fucking great. They at least giant butterflies, or was just like just regular type, just just <laughs> going around going, "What's up? I'm a little butterfly." Oh god, I'm burning now. <laughs> I went up to a chicken and I killed it with a mace. <laughs> Brilliant. I found out that actually killing the butterflies it serves a purpose for alchemy. I thought it was just mean. It's kind of huh. less cool. Get, There's like, so many there. fish in the fucking game. I'm sorry to keep harping on the fish, but that like it's. The thing that makes it, it's the fact that they put that much attention into fucking fish. How much, the rest of the game must have so much You're stuff right. in it. You're right, no, it, it speaks highly of the game when, like, the fish is that, de- like, that in-depth and detailed. Are you saying, like, different types of fish? They're yeah, different types they're of fish. They're, they're swimming around gorgeously under the water, and you can just go catch them. Uh, swim up to them, and then it's like, you know, press A, catch fish. Yeah, I'll have a fucking fish. I remember when Salmon. I tried to steal that pie, but you wouldn't steal the pie because you were going on a quest. Yeah, I didn't want to steal the pie because I just joined the, um, what were they called? They, the was Guild like... of Men Who Don't Steal Pies. <laughs> the Pie Guild, by royal appointment. Cherry for me. Mm. God, it was so great. The pie looked amazing. The graphics of the pie. And then we saw that candle. With the, I was like, Jim, stop. Look at the candle. And you were like, turned around, and we looked at this candle. It was just a very realistic candle. Mm. Was there any love? Yeah. Um, I'm a burly man, so I've got <laughs> snake pie. I tried to have sex with a crab, but it didn't work, so I just shot it in the face with an arrow. How big was the crab? And I took the crab and made crab pie. The crab the shell was just... of the crab was the top of the pie. And the, the crab meat was... of the crab was the meat of the pie. I basically just ate a crab and called it a pie. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus Christ. I wanted to see how far it would take before Max would snap. Yeah, but the crabs look awesome. I was expecting to fight large Mirelurk, you know, giant bastard crabs, but it was just like a, it was a, you know, like a large, you know, like a real life large crab, like this sense of a, I had a crab battle, crab battle. Um, (laughs) Sounds great. It was, yeah, it was just like the size of like a house cat or a large pie, and it came at me and it tried to fight me, so I killed it with an arrow. Mm. Zach was watching me and he's like, are you, are you serious? Are you, the crab is right there. What, you can punch it. Like, why are you? And I shot it with an arrow and actually missed. Um, so it was I used... you who I saw with the bow and arrow. Just You were punching a wolf in the face, and then you just shot an arrow right between its eyes. It was like an amazing fight. I'm a really wow. good game. I'm incredible at it. It's <laughs> wow. great. I killed a vampire that was summoning like ghost dogs and things. 
uh, what else? Ghost Dog, like the Forrest Whitaker movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was, it was like summoning things. There was like all these like conjurers and things that I saw. They were summoning monsters and shit. Um, kicked a wolf in the face. That was awesome. Huh. I mean, the thing that really got me about Skyrim, and I've been talking about this like since, well, fuck, we played it on Friday, didn't we? Since Friday. Um, is the fact that we all had an hour each. And yeah, everyone's got vastly different stories um, about their own playthrough. Um, mm. And the previews I've read before about people playing Skyrim, it never reads the same. Like, if you read two previews of Infamous or Uncharted even, like, you know, they're very fine games, but obviously they're going to say the same thing. It's like, you know, we went down this corridor, Nathan Drake said this, we punched two guys, we went on a train... And it was all very exciting, and then we jumped off the train, and then we climbed up a mountain, you know. Whereas in Skyrim, you know, I kicked wolves in the face, caught a fish, Max Goville punched a crab, and then shot it with an arrow. Like, it's... Yeah. So wide and varied. Yeah, yeah. It it sounds like um, Monster Hunter almost to me, except much bigger. And that makes me wonder how it'll do in Japan. It might even do well there, because well, in Japan... Well, yourselves a second. I've just got to go and do domestic things. Oh, okay. That's a sudden surprise. It yeah. never happens. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, in Japan, oh. they love a game where you it's can just wander around. Is that a domestic thing? That's a thing you do in houses. I don't know. That's true. Domestic. Resident. Evil. Um, uh, <laughs> I was going to talk about Japan. Right. Sure. I know, I've been... I've been I, what are some good... Are there any good, like, big... Do they make sandbox games in Japan? Well, that's the thing! I was just about Ow, to talk fuck. about... What happened? Right, Who my, cat, my cat bit me, for no oh, reason. Oh, typical. I know. My cat I has know. been really cool with me since since I got home. Like, she missed me or something, but then she bites me for no reason. Sorry, go ahead. I know cats Japan. like that. Well, what you're describing uh, Skyrim to be like sounds like what games are really big in Japan these days, which are games where you just wander around in a wilderness. You're not in an overpopulated city like GTA. Like, GTA will never do well in Japan because they're like, oh, just being around people again? It sounds terrible. Like, they, <laughs> they definitely want some space and to be in beautiful natural surroundings and interact with animals, which you can have a neutral relationship with or you can kill them or you can be killed by them. I but it's not a- the same. I played a yeah. Japanese game at PAX in which I interacted with animals in the wilderness. You played well, Dragon's it? Dogma, didn't you? I played Dragon's Dogma. How'd that uh, turn out? I felt horrible. Oh, yeah? I okay. bullied a griffin, basically. <laughs> like me, me and three AI players just pounding the shit out of this griffin. Like, throwing spells at it, firing arrows. I had to keep shooting it in the wings. And then it fell down on the ground, and then we set it on fire. And there's this griffin on the ground, on fire, screaming, while we're surrounding it, just stabbing the shit out of it. It flew up again, we knocked it back down. Next time I saw it, it was on fire, and it was bleeding from the face. So there was this fucking thing, on fire, blood pouring down its face, people hanging off of it, and slashing at it till it hit the ground again, and it hits fucking bite, just smashes into the ground. And by the time it finally died, it was like, am I the good guy? Because I mm. really felt like the villain, just bullying. I mean, I guess it's out all out of context because it was a demo, but it's like, I mean, it was fun and the 
the fight was really big and impressive and epic and what have you, but I felt like an arsehole. Huh. More so than when you lit the butterflies on fire. When I lit the butterflies on fire, that was fun. That was <laughs> that was righteous. I'm I'm a that hero like the of Skyrim. I'm a Tamriel like warrior. I'm a I'm a Doverkin. I can set fire. Yeah, the wild swallowtail. It comes down on the plains from the throat of the world, and it wreaks havoc. Ah, the cat hit me in the face. Fuck. <laughs> you just punched you in the face for that voice. Pretty much. She does that. I told you about the time I said she was an owl and she hit me. It sucks. What a smart cat. Fucking I mean, asshole. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> well, you know, asshole. Food yeah. this week. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Tara. Tara. Yeah. Tara. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I'm trying to make sure to include Tara more. <laughs> so, what did mm-hmm. you play at PAX that made you all excited and happy? Um, I have to say I thought 2K had the best booth. Uh, Borderlands 2, obviously I didn't get to play it, but um, it's pretty much everything that I was hoping for and expecting. And also I was really impressed by the darkness too. Um, The first game I liked, I didn't love it. I thought there were some things wrong with it, but the quad wielding that they show off in the second one where you can like individually control your tentacles... Um, it looks really awesome. You have tentacles all the time? Did any of you play the first one? Yeah, I played it a little. I remember shooting and goblins, mostly, are the two things I remember. Yeah, the darklings. Yeah, I remember those little guys. Yeah. I thought there was a little too much going on in the first game. Hmm. Not so much in the second one, even though you've got tentacle wielding? It, it like, it flows easier. And they've also, like, they slimmed down the Darklings. So you have a bunch of them in the first one, but now you only have one. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh, that sounds good. Yeah, I didn't actually get to make it through all of the demo that they had there, because they were, like, shoveling people into this dark room to go see Borderlands 2, so I I didn't get to finish it, which was kind of... Did you get shown in, did you get shoveled into the dark room? I did. Um, Mikey Newman was leading the demo for the thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you see Anthony Birch there? Good old Anthony Birch? Yeah, I don't think he was there. Or if he was, I didn't see him. I think... He was, someone... he was at PAX. He was at they were there. They were I met him. cosplaying as Firefly. I, um, oh, were they? Oh, that's cute. I got to see <laughs> him <laughs> and Aaron Lindy and Ashley Davis. And Darry Baranowski sort of all together. It was yeah. it was like the most epic group ever. Um, and I was invited to go and eat Thai food with them, but I could Aww. I had to go Aww. to the, had to go to a hotel next door to the convention center to see Topware. They had some stuff they wanted to show, so couldn't eat Thai food with with those people, unfortunately. Oh, that's um, too bad. That was sad, but it was nice to see them all again as usual. Always nice to see them. Um, even nicer to play Aliens Infestation on the DS. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking That's Metroid with Xenomorphs. Yep. Now, how Metroid... See, I'm worried. When, when you say Metroid with Xenomorphs, that sounds so good. Yeah, you that... know Metroid? <laughs> right? Yeah, that, I know. I that, know well. That. Yeah. It's Xenomorphs. Yes. Are you, and there's, but, like... there's gore. There's gore, and there's apparently butt cheeks, and also some swearing. <laughs> but, but Metroid... That's a, that's a big... That's big. 
that's not just exploring around. That's you know platforming. That's um, using different items to deal with different environmental well, hazards. I mean, it's not, it, I mean, obviously, it's not exactly Metroid. Let's say instead of the platforming, mm-hmm. it's more like contra shooty stuff. Okay. Okay. So it's like you you take out the platformy bits and the and some of the puzzle elements, and you put in a lot more contra-based action. And this is WayForward, of course, the guys that right. did Contra... Was it Contra 4? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they know what they're fucking doing. I mean, it, you could just say it's Wave... It's fucking WayForward plus Aliens. Right. And that is a big enough endorsement, I think, for anyone that takes their side-scrollers seriously. Uh, but it, it's loads of fun. It's loads this of fun. Is- genuinely a game that i've wanted since i was a small child mm-hmm. um what i loved about it is you start out and you're um you're in the Sulaco and you're kind of creeping around and there's a bunch of you know dead dudes everywhere and you're like what is it everyone go and then um you don't see any aliens for like a little while you see um some robots some like security robots that try and shoot you but when you actually get to an alien it's kind of scary because yeah. it's fast and it's a it's rude and it's <laughs> <laughs> It just runs after you, and you're like, oh, get away, shoot it. They're vicious, like they and they faint as well. Like they will run towards you, then run past you a little bit, and then come back round. Just like these little faints that just like throw you off because they're really unpredictable. They'll jump up on ceilings, they'll run circles round you, and they won't stop. They're like fucking, as as you say, fast and vicious, and they'll hunt you as well. Like you run away, they'll fucking chase you. Uh, it's really awesome, and they they made even individual warriors more than just cannon fodder. That every fight with a xenomorph is fucking dangerous. Right, it's important that you keep your guys alive, and they can get caught and then potentially infected or they can yeah. Face yeah. huggers um, can jump out at you. You have to mash a button to get rid of them. Um, otherwise they can impregnate you. If one of your marines gets um, taken down by a warrior, they'll get dragged back to the alien nest, and then you'll have to stage a rescue. Otherwise, you know, they're getting impregnated, and then you have to fight a little chest pester. So, yeah, really exciting game. They promise power loader battles. There'd be, like, little vehicle sections where you're, like, speeding... Along and you got a. You shoot. fought a queen, I, didn't you? I fought uh, one of the queens. There was a queen battle, really tough. Like she killed like three of my guys, maybe even Whoa. four, um, while I'm trying to shoot her in the head and chucking grenades at her. And, and it's permanent death, right? When your guys die, as far as I can see, yeah. Like once you lose a guy, if you don't rescue him um, or he is outright killed, I don't think you're getting that guy back. There are 19 marines. So you've okay. essentially got 19 lives. There are save points and stuff as well, of course. Yeah. So you can, I guess, go back if you don't like that you've lost your favorite guy. But, yeah, um, as far as I can tell, death is permanent. Yeah, it looks like a really cool game. I'm excited about it. Cause I have... Is that coming out this year? Is that this year? It comes out it's October, coming out this October month. 11th. No. This month? No, this month now. Aww, Sep- why haven't they hyped it more? Aww. September 30th. Because it's a fucking DS game. It makes I me know. fucking sad. They didn't even have a booth for it. It was in a man's pocket. At- yeah, it was a guy walking around the booth. <laughs> I had to say, hello, can I play a game in your pocket? And he said, okay, and pulled it out. <laughs> I wouldn't have known. Game. I wouldn't have known it was even there if Max hadn't been like, I was talking to someone and I just saw over their shoulder, Max with his hand to his mouth, like miming alien jaws, <laughs> just excitedly. I, I did like, I did the, uh, I did the various, um, 
the international symbols for various xenomorph things. I did the uh, the face hugger, and then I did the alien mouth, and then I did the chest burster. And you looked at me like, "Are you hungry? Like, what do you want?" Yeah. And I just waved you over. It took me a few seconds, and then um, then it finally like I started to recognize those ancient <laughs> ancient symbols and glyphs that he had been communicating. And then I freaked out and. I actually, I think I was quite rude because I think I was talking to someone. I was like, "Gotta go, aliens!" and ran over. <laughs> <laughs> I love gesturing to people across a crowd. It's like my favorite thing to do. Um, Tara, while you were talking to the guy from Deep Silver about Dead Island, uh, there was we're at the Square Enix booth, and there was this this glass case with a bunch of uh, like Deus Ex action figures in it. And through the through the glass case, Hamza was talking to. Uh, so it was Hamza and, uh, and Carol, and they were talking to this girl from Square Enix, and Hamza kept glancing over at me, and I just kept making all these really fucked up faces at him. <laughs> and, like, and then he started trying not to laugh, but then he'd start laughing and then look over at me, and I'd just like, hide. But that's, that's a really fun game if you're ever bored. Find someone you know who's like sitting far away from you and just make a face at them as hard as you can and see how long you can do it at them before they look at you. I'm trying to think yeah, of a Hamza time. Hamza giggles a lot too. Yeah, a little Hamza. Oh, well, I hope the game does all right. That DS game. I really. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bug people to get it because, like, that's it. Looks like a pretty cool game, and I really have been dying for something good to play on my DS besides this this shitty Pokemon game. Just throw <laughs> <laughs> that shit out. <laughs> I just I got to that I told you I got to that point where it's like I started catching the really retarded ones and I'm like ah oh, I'm done this is a fucking vulture in a diaper this is a buffalo with an afro I'm going home fuck this Aww. I love those guys fucking stupid you like Oof-a-lot. fucking milk tank milk tank is so I love dumb milk tank. Milk, ta- milk tank looks like the fucking official Pokemon of Wisconsin it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who are the smart-looking Pokemon, then? I mean... They're, okay, they... there are two kinds. There are the fucking cute ones, and then there are the uh-huh. badass ones. So get yourself a fucking Scyther or an Eevee. You know? Pick one. Eevee, Eevee is badass? The little... little. Eevee's a cute one. I love Eevee. Eevee's my favorite oh, Pokemon. Eevee yeah. is very cute. Yeah. But then you get, I like, like the weird ones. I like the third type. You know, the one with, like, a, a giant mouth for an ass and... Fucking Weeping you know, Bell? The... I like Weeping Bell. I like the two-headed um, giraffe. Giraffe <laughs> yeah, that's right. What about like Executor, who's just like a palm tree with a bunch of angry faces on it? Like, See, I, I hate it. those ones because they just look like stupid fucking eighties cartoons. What? Really? They just you, look. They, you... they look so fucking random. Just like some idiot just thought, eggs. Yeah. What, what the <laughs> hell is Porygon? Porygon's like a fucking polygon duck. They're like, oh yeah, it's a duck from the internet. It's yeah, a virtual. I want to. I want to look at them and believe that they are like you know conceivable animals in this game's like, world. I don't want to yeah. see a palm tree with eggs for faces. Oh, if I sure do. Animal came to life like that. It would just kill itself instantly. The second <laughs> it became aware of what it was, it would. It would fun. be like the the RoboCop twos in RoboCop two. How many RoboCop twos are there? RoboCop two. They make thought... several RoboCop twos, and as soon as they turn them on, they go mad from the revelation and kill themselves. I'm just remembering the one at the end who was they the, got uh, the prime directive backwards, and it's like, don't take your own life. It's just like they think that that's their mission is just to kill themselves. <laughs> I remember it's that now. How I play video games. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I, I, played, I, yeah. I played Counter Strike Go. We played uh, CS Go. That was yeah, we played so that. That was a first-person shooter. 
Yeah. It's a game. <laughs> we got um, uh, PC beta codes for that also. Did we? We should give those away to people who care. I, uh, I only got one of them. I, I, I said I was going to give it away on the show, but now I'm like kind of feeling selfish. Uh-huh. I'm keeping sure. mine. I gotta do it. Gotta do it for my job. I got responsibility. Um, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of responsibility, Dead mm. Island arrived at my house today. Oh, oh I had played it, it yesterday. We also oh, have. You got Dead Island. I got Dead Island. I've got yep. like a. I've got like a. It's not even a finished build. It's like a blank in CD fact, that says like something about Poland on it. Ah, you got one. I okay. have to. In fact, I was gonna say I have to leave in 22 minutes because I have to go travel an hour to get to Max's apartment to pick up his copy of Dead Island so that I can go back home for an hour and then play it for five hours and then write an episode about it. Do you want to talk oh. to Zach about picking it up, maybe? I mean. I, I, I just want to get it as soon as possible so I can have time yeah. to play it. He won't be able to leave until after work, so... Okay. Well, yeah, it's it's fucking rad. It's, it's good stuff, rad. isn't it? It's, it's rough. Like, I, I've said this before on the Pontoid, and again, I'm just going by the hour that I'm allowed to speak on. Um, you know, it's a rough game, but that doesn't stop it being fun. And yeah. fucking scary. Like, you play is that it, game single player. So? Uh, single player, I think, is just... When you hear the, the, the things just going, and you don't know where they're coming from and which direction they're going to run from, I think it's pretty scary. I mean, you I, get I, used to it, but... I've got to say, it... I had I had sort of... Um, I had, I don't know, almost low expectations for the game, just based on... Um, I wasn't sure if it was going to be fun, I wasn't sure if it was going to be too hard for me, or if it was going to be really scary, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, which just... character did you play as? I played as uh, the rap musician, the rap man. Okay, that's oh, damn. I was gonna play as that so that yeah, I you could can play like, as the ninja prepare myself. You can no, both. I was gonna do that so I could prepare myself for the friggin' Dead Island playthrough sleepover thing that we're doing. Yeah, but in Dead Island, you can have multiple characters in the same game. Do they all have the same quests? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much like if you do a co-op game, you can have two of the uh, two like cloned I... rap guys running around. Nice. It's like Borderlands, oh, like that, you know. They're more like character classes than, like, I mean, they've given them names and backstories, but it's more about what class they are than what the actual character is, so you can have two rappers running around. So all rappers are the what same, What I like in a way. is playing video games with, with um, rap-like characters is when they are rap-like characters. I like when they are characters in the game because the shit that they say in-game, like Saints Row, for instance, it sounds like what I'm saying while I'm playing it. Because <laughs> I just, I just sound. Re- I like. I literally will put on a backwards hat while I'm playing video games, just because I like it. And I'll sit there in my like basketball shorts and my backwards hat. And <laughs> what? I don't know That's... how my girlfriend still has sex with me because I just sit there and I'll just be like, "Sup, zombie motherfuckers? Yeah, bitches. Oh, what's up now?" <laughs> and they're just. That's what the guy in the game says, you know. Wow. No, really times stupid. have changed. That did not how, happen. How and How the, racist mm. sounding is the black guy's voice? Yeah, I want to know that. Uh, it's actually a really good. He's, they got a really on good a scale voice actor. On today's sex. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, it's actually not that. I was, I was kind of. Um, he's got like a pretty cool uh, New Orleans accent, and he, there's this whole like when you're on the the character choosing screen, um, he does this whole monologue about how he was raised and how he like he basically. Uh, was like a freestyle rapper growing up in New Orleans and he was poor and his mom was a crackhead and then he used to just rap for fun and then uh, one day he... Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about this? Yeah, what? It's like the first, like... I mean, it's not really like story. It's like literally when you're in the menu screen. You can you can talk about this. This yeah, is... I mean, it's... 
Yeah. Um, but Basically, then, uh, this is covered from the preview build, so... Huh. Yeah. I thought but, Terra just meant, like, can we talk about the fact that it's just the ultimate stereotype already? Oh, my no, mom no, was no, a crackhead, no, and no, I'm, no, exactly. I'm ready to start rapping because no, my crackhead no, mom... Let me finish, Holmes. Jesus. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're such a bigot, Holmes. I'm such a bigot. It's true. God, stop being Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> stop being American History X, Holmes. Um, yeah, he's he like he writes this one song called like Voodoo something, Hoodoo Voodoo, um, Hoodoo Voodoo bitch, and then he has like he becomes a hit, and he basically is like a one hit wonder with a, with a freaky rap song about zombies, and then the reason he's on this island is he's performing at this um, resort. Like they will get, you know, um, you know, like they'll get Cool Modi to go rap at resorts or whatever, you know, like because sure. he doesn't do anything else anymore these days. Yeah. Right. Actually, Cool Modi's probably still successful, but you know, I think he's producing. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Hmm. You want to uh, know something and, that absolutely blow your fucking mind? Absolutely. Um, fucking Corey Hart, who did "I Wear My Sunglasses at Night," mm-hmm. he's been like producing on and off for Miley Cyrus. Oh and wow. It, Listen to fucking um, oh god, one of her songs. It's like coming for you, coming to get you, or something. It sounds exactly like fucking. I wear my sunglasses at night. Like the do 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 do. Exactly. Sounds good. I'll check that out. That game. That that story. Huh? Sorry. Sorry. Who was that? It was me. Just saying. This guy wears my sunglasses at night. Well, that uh, that story doesn't really sound that good. He's going to rap about zombies and then zombies show up. That's very like Anaconda oh, man. writing. It's, he's on this island because he's a washed-up rapper. Like he is the fact. But his like, hit song it, just happened to be about zombies, and then coincidentally, I, there was a zombie out. That hip hop gamer, the you know hip hop gamer. Oh sure, I heard. Here he did a song for some game. I think that might have been it. Maybe I don't know. Um, huh. All right. Well, if he did it, I will. I'll like it. By really, I don't nepotism. know. Okay. Yeah, by nepotism. I like that guy. He's uh, a nice guy. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe maybe not. I don't know. I heard. I heard he's doing a song for something, but I don't. I'm sure really he is. Keep up on it. I'll look into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, late making up rap games. Um. What? Like just making so bad Dead play- Island. Dead Island? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I got confused. Way back when, in this podcast, I was going to talk about how Japanese games aren't as different from Western games as they used to be. And all the stuff you guys said about Skyrim reminded me of Xenoblade, except in Xenoblade, when you walk around the town, you can go to a, a, a little spot that has two hands touching each other. And have a heart-to-heart moment. It's hard to heart-to-heart, but if you heart-to-heart right, you can you can uh, find a relationship. What? Is there any of that in Skyrim? Any relationship building? Yeah, you can wear a fucking amulet, and if it's a cool enough amulet, then there's people going to try and fuck you, or you can marry them. And it doesn't matter <laughs> if they're boys or girls. Is that right? Wow, yeah, I asked a, the motherfucker a, about like a, it. I was like, fuck you, Matt Carafano, explain <laughs> to me how I can impress Argonians. What? I don't know if you can have sex, but check it out. You can um, you get different kinds of amulets, and they will impress different types of people. I guess like they're aphrodisiac amulets or something. Um, 
and you can draw the attractions of different types of people, and if they like you enough, you can marry them, and then they will always be your companion, and you can have them cook for you, you can have them go into battle with you, like, you get, a, you can get a wife and have her make you, like, pies, probably. Whoa. Oh, I like the sound of that! <laughs> and I strawberry pie, I think. Yes. Yum, yum, yum. See, if they put that game on the PSP in Japan, I think it would sell really well. That's all they uh, that sells over there these days, or one of the bigger sellers. He's just wandering around and talking to people and killing animals and getting a wife. The Do game. you eat any pie in a Japanese game, young man? What is that character? Just a guy who... It is the... <laughs> I beg your pardon, sir. I am an adept of the pie guild by royal appointment. Parsnips and pie. Mm. <laughs> just a, a slow-talking, gravelly man who just... <laughs> Did someone say <laughs> I'm a very manly man who eats pie. Meat pies. Pie Meat for dinner. Pie, pie for breakfast. Pies. Various types of egg pies, pies, all sorts of pies you can Egg pie? You must be joking! Joking! Skyrim? This is Skyrim! Oh no! I had my drummers! I would sleep in a big pie bed! <laughs> Love this is great big bird's nest, only it's been baked in an oven! With parsnips for pillows, it would be the most savoury sleep I've ever had, my boy. <laughs> this is the new thing? Is just guys who like pies? Wrap <laughs> yourselves in meat, <laughs> my good man. You're about to be baked into your bed. <laughs> Wrap myself in mink? Meat cutlets. I'm oh, going into the garden to plant some pace trees. Some what trees? Paste trees! It's so manly to eat pie. You can take a magical gem and, and, and embed it in the base of your, your rolling pin, and it'll be a magic rolling pin for making magic pies. I've got <laughs> plus ten! Plus ten in pie stuffing! <laughs> Wow. It's, it's, I uh, wish I had plus 10 pies, plus 20 more pies to eat right now. <laughs> this is really fascinating. I baked pie for pants. Look at my pie pants. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's, wow. Yeah, I'm going to be oh, thinking God. about this for a while. The new thing that happened is just yelling about pies. <laughs> Like hurting yourself. I can tell your throat is hurting. <laughs> and it, you're, for, you're not trying to think of any jokes or it's say anything. It's the new thing. It's just yelling about pies. Oh, they're going to be doing it all at school. To it's a very it. sturdy pie. It's, it's, it's a large basket woven with pretzel dough. <laughs> and at least Max is trying to do an accent, but Jim is just kind of being Jim's himself. Pizza! <laughs> Pizza is not a fucking pie! Pizza pie? Who in the fuck is Pete? Pizza <laughs> pie! Get down here, you are not a pie! They only call it pizza pie to make it rhyme in songs! It's not a fucking pie! Where's the pastry? 
Where's the quite steak? Like a tart. The what? Where is the gravy? <laughs> that was so grappling. The soup pie. It's very wet. <laughs> That's like an awful pie. Uh, Jim, I had an idea. I just I had, had a great pie feast. I'm going to wash it down with some beer pie. Jim. Beer pie. This is crazy. Jim, take the atropine and jam it directly into your heart. The VX gas is taking effect. This is the new thing. Jim, Jim, when Skyrim comes out, I think we should make a point of just Skyping each other and shouting while we play the game. Yes. Yes, we will do that. Oh, God, my throat hurts. I'm yeah, I bet. I'm going to... I my pie to lubricate my throat. I'm going to wash it down with some raspberry melon Gatorade. Oh, that sounds good. Mm. Um, frosted goblet of pie filling. <laughs> I've been drinking green and white tea. Have you ever had that? Oh, God. It's pretty uh, weird. I think I'm going to have a heart attack. Yeah, I know. I'm worried I'm about you. I'm going to have one of my things. Mm. Uh <laughs> You'll, you'll be okay. Do you want me to talk about something while you rest? I love the idea of that. I love the idea of a big, hairy, like, manly man eating <laughs> pie and being a bloody good bloke. Yeah, he seems like a great guy. I think I'm actually going to set up the first pie guild of Mississippi by Royal... <laughs> Teach him how to make a fucking proper pie in this fucking country. Not all this shit, not this shitty pot pie. This pot pie for... Pot pie is disgusting. It's I, I won't gross. touch it, I'm, I'm afraid of it. It doesn't uh, add up. Get some fucking yeah. pucker pies in this country. It's, it's, it's unnatural, pot pie. It pot goes pie? against the laws of nature. Yeah, it's illogical and unnatural. It's... It, it seems like it would be delicious, because everything in it is delicious, except the flavor is just disgusting. Yeah, it's nightmarish. You're talking about a pie that's made of pot or like a chicken pot pie. A chicken pot pie. <laughs> yeah, I won't do it. I won't do it. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I love Nuts. chicken pot pies. It's like a cross between a pie and a soup. It is actually a soup pie. I know. It is a soup pie. I won't it do it. It you into thinking it will be delicious. Oh, it's so good, and though. It is, in fact, not. As mm. are fucking idiots. <laughs> I just can't help no. it. It's incredible. Max, I'll take you to Britain and I'll show you some proper fucking pies. Oh, yeah. no. It's fair. Just I don't want any of that shepherd's pie. Yeah, that is not a pie. No, That's shepherd's pie is not a pie. Shepherd's pie is... Fucking pie. Shepherd's lie. Shepherd's pie is lazy mashed potatoes, like, lying on the bed of meat. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. They were Sleeping like, uh, mashed potatoes. Let's build a small skyscraper out of food and then yeah. bake it. It is nice. It is tasty. Shepherd's oh, no, pie great. is good, but it's I not, love... it's not yeah. a fucking pie. It's mashed potato and mince. Yeah. <laughs> do you love, uh, I do love pub grub. It's wonderful. I always feel like a hobbit when I have it. Oh, yeah. It is good. I it's really... I want a pucker pie. I want a pucker pie. Pucker pie, a great pie. You get them in fish and chip shops. You go, I want some... Oi, I want some chips. I want a fucking pucker pie. What's a pucker pie? Give me a fucking sausage and batter and all, you cunt. Sass, sausage and butter and... Come here, pu- you Greek cunt. <laughs> I'm being a Londoner. <laughs> this is what we do. Come here, you fucking... You fucking Greek bastard. I want some fucking chips. Oh, what a fucking packet of pie. Oh, what a battered sausage. And while you're at it, give me one of them fucking pickled eggs and all you fucking tosspot. 
I want it all wrapped up in paper, and I want that paper to be fucking soaking wet by the time I get home. I want to be fucking drowning in grease. I want my dog to take one lick of a fucking puddle left by this fucking dinner and have a fucking heart attack, you fucking Greek bastard. Is it, why is it he's Greek? There's a lot of Greek people who sell Greek pucker pies. In, Greek in people London. are like uh, very common um, fish and chip vendors in Britain. And I did not everyone say. who lives in London is a racist. So, <laughs> I was going to say your London character and your uh, Pie Guild character are, are pretty similar. No, no, one's... almost as if if they're not characters at all. <laughs> I was going to say it's a it's a thinly veiled. They're very uh... different. One of them, oh, one of them was Brian Blessed, clearly, <laughs> and, the, and the other one was all of the soldiers at the end of Twenty Eight Days Later. It's <laughs> wow, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, quite right. easy to distinguish the pair of them. <laughs> I don't even know where your fucking ethnicity is, Jonathan. I hope she fucking can <laughs> All I know is you look like you should be in a fucking restaurant somewhere serving me my fucking dinner. Ah, uh, mean. Ah, uh, London. <laughs> I, I liked it there. I do miss the... racist, violent face setting on fire, London. <laughs> uh, speaking of violence, I found it interesting that Jim is having trouble fighting someone who wants to review Mortal Kombat um, 1, 2, and 3 on, what is that, PS3 and 360? I don't want to do it. No way. I got a code and no one's going to do it. I'm definitely not doing it. No way. I can't. I can't do fighting games. I I can, if I really love them and understand them. Uh, Sorry, I'll get Nick to do it. We shouldn't be talking shop. No? Especially with people... What should we be talking about, Jim? Well, first... What should we be talking about? I have four minutes left. Make it good. I'm gonna get ten... I'm gonna get ten emails of people saying, I'll do it for you. I'll help Jim. (laughs) Why don't you send me Dead Island? I will play it. If you need any help, Jim, just give me all your stuff and your job. Strike me down with all your hatred. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Fucking Christ. Yeah, it does happen. Uh, well, Tara only has four minutes. Maybe Tara... Four minutes. Would you like That's as much as I need to impress any lady. Ha ha, sex <laughs> joke, folks. What's okay, the thing? Tara Long, this four yeah. minutes is yours. Yes, anything Do you with like. it. Whatever you want, we will accommodate. We will talk about. This is your. Oh, this is your. Oh, I can't wait. This is your special. Oh, this is your special. Do you want to answer some questions? Okay. <laughs> Do you, have, does Jim want to answer them, or you want to ask him questions? I haven't. Tara Longcast. Let's okay, actually, you know what? I have a question for Jim. Okay. I've been wondering this for a long time. Do you have like a special routine that you do when you're like reviewing a game? Like, do you write the review as you're playing it, or do you finish the game and then write the review? I'm interested to know. Oh. No, whatever. I've never reviewed a question. A- oh. No one ever asked me anything. No one cares about me. It's so nice to be cared about. It's nice to have someone just ask about how my day was and what I do with myself. Okay, I rescind my question. <laughs> um, actually, I, I'm one of those people that don't take notes. I don't like to take notes. I feel it impacts the way I enjoy the game. Um, so I, I'll just play the game. I'll play it straight. I'll play it through. I'm always taking mental notes. I've been doing this since before Destructoid when I was just reviewing games for, for a hobby. Um, 
I'll constantly mentally log everything I'm doing, everything that happens. Um, and then I'll just write the review in one big sitting. I'll do the introduction, talk about an overview of what the game is, you know, what it is, what the controls are, what you do, <clears throat> what I think of the gameplay, any problems, graphics, sound, conclusion, bomb. There you go. Review done. Everyone's happy. How curious. I would never be able to do that because I'm terrible at, like, remembering things. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people take notes. I, I believe some people think it's unprofessional and horrible. Like, if you're a bad journalist if you don't take notes. Which, really? Yeah. Huh. I believe but... that old, you know, old What's-His-Face who writes that blog about what shitheads journalists are. Oh, yeah. He once had a go at Jeff Gersman because Gersman said he doesn't take notes. There's like huh. some, some people aren't note-takers, you know? Some... Especially when it comes to reviewing a game, I don't want to be sat there writing in a little fucking booklet. I want to be playing a game because reviews, at least the reviews I write, are always about my experience and my overall thought. And I don't want to get too nitpicky with every little detail. So, yeah. Sure, and people don't want that. I mean, my least popular reviews are the ones where I go into great detail because I want to make sure people know what they're getting into and a lot of people just read reviews not for opinion but just for like a fact. Every once in a while I'll do that because I'll be fascinated with the details and people will be like shut up talk less just tell me if the game's any good and um, get on with it which is what you do which is why you're such a big success Jim. Right out of breath. <laughs> long sentence. Yeah, typical of me. Yeah. All right. Now well, we thanks know. for answering my question. I have to go pick up Dead Island now. Uh, so short plug. Um, on Monday's Destructoid show, we're going to be doing and like it's Labor Day, so we have to record it early on Friday. So that's why I have to go play it all tonight, and we're going to be doing a special like review episode of it. So. Um, you know what? Maybe we should work out something, and maybe we can get you on Skype or something, Jim, since you're also playing the oh, game. Oh, sure. It's always a pleasure. Kind of, you know me. Cool to all like get together yeah. and play it together and talk about things. Yeah. Stuff. Is it a retail build? Um. Uh, yeah, I think so. I I'm not know. sure. It was like unmarked, pretty much. It's, it's, it's like the final. It's the final build. I mean, it's what they're. Okay, but it well, wasn't I mean, in a retail she box. Us, she also sent us the version that yeah. you got that you tweeted earlier. We just don't have it yet. Okay, the, like special edition one. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We should get. We should get a game together. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All destructoid <laughs> lads together. Yeah. Um. I'll. I'll speak to our producer about it. Yeah. Sure. And, like if you and Max, me and Nick Chester. Boom. That'd be awesome. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be awesome. awesome. Has Nick Chester zombie, zombie pod? Uh, Why not? Chester's got it. Like I. I know he's oh. at like some Call of Duty XP event right now. I don't know when he's coming back, but. Okay. We'll, we'll, we shouldn't, again, we're talking, like, private business on Pod Toys. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Okay. All right, um, I'll talk to you guys later then. Bye, sure Pod Toys. Bye. 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 Zombatoid? I don't know. Max Scoville? Yeah, fuck you, I don't know. Caroline has gone. God, it's so nice now she's gone. I can make my fart jokes. Caroline, I miss you already. Oh, you, you turned Is that, that song from the Lost Boys? When no. I feel so. What? No, I don't know that one. You don't know that? You ever seen The Lost Boys? I sure have seen it. Flowers in your hair. <laughs> He's making a new song. Yeah. Cry, little sister, now 
He's hurting Jim. Jim, what kind purpose. of Gatorade are you drinking today? You're trying to get him on track. I see what you're doing. I'm in a really... I'm really sorry if I've been annoying this episode. Oh, I enjoy you. I I'm enjoy really it. sorry. Uh, can we... Not to cut you off, because you shouldn't apologize. You know you, that you're great. I think the hardest song to sing in the world is the Good Times theme song. Do you guys know that song? Good no. Times? Uh, you don't know it? Oh. Jim? Good times, celebrating good times. I've got a cake, good times. Turkey in the oven, good times. <laughs> good times, wearing good a party times. hat. Good times. flower in my brooch, party time. I am sat good times. Doing a good times. Cooking. And that guy pops out and he's like, Dynamite! But that was from a different show, wasn't it? Was it? No, that's the right show! Okay. Jesus. You Fuck almost it. know it. You're so and close. Gary, <laughs> Gary, Gary it's Coleman not Gary Coleman. It's not Gary, Gary Coleman jumps out and he goes, Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> you just combine J.J. Walker, um, wow. Arnold Drummond, and Urkel into one. Excuse me. Black. Stephen Urkel. Stephen Urkel, I'm sorry. You guys got really American on me then. I don't understand yeah. any of that. I, but you I, know the, the Puffles or whatever that show is. You're the, the raccoons. Remember the raccoons. Hell. I, I had a Popple once. Oh, yeah, those were good. Yeah, I like the Popples. The Popples? Yeah, yeah they're not bad. The theme yeah. tune for the Popples was good times. We are Popples, good times. Rolling in balls now, good times. I am green, good times. <laughs> Uh, so what else should we talk about now that Terra's gone? I was going to talk about how uh, fighting game people are really intimidating. The fighting game fans. Oh, so just damn it. don't, don't get me started on eSports. We, well, we, talk we about talked about these guys. We talked about yeah. it last time. Yeah, but it, I it, heard, as, yeah, didn't you, you wrote an article about balance and tears in fighting? I didn't even look at the comments. I still haven't looked at them. Last night I checked, there was like 110 and um, people told me via email and Twitter, oh, great article. But well, I know apparently the comments on Destructed were really nice. Like, the people that read the article were good. And then you got, like, just tweets from these esports idiots just, oh, this guy is so ignorant. I am not going to respond to him except for this tweet where I'm responding to him. <laughs> That's my impression of everyone who's ever liked esports ever. Well, good job. Good job on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So I don't have much more to say about that, mm. I guess. I met, I met DJ Wheat at PAX. Oh, how was that? Awkward. Mm. It was okay. It was one of those things where clearly we can't insult each other because we were at a party. But <laughs> clearly <laughs> we both know what the fuck is up. <laughs> so mm, it was indeed. this unspoken strangeness. Unlike, however, my meeting with Michael Pachter, industry analyst extraordinaire. Um, who I hugged. Yeah, you hugged him. Right? Yeah. Was he okay with that? And then he was quick well, to tell the world that you were you're a big man in heart and in something. And he said know. he said I was a big man literally and figuratively. Yeah. Uh, weird. Michael oh. Pactor is fucking nice. Uh, <laughs> I can see that, yeah. I've always made jokes about him on Destructoids and whenever he's said wrong things, <laughs> because the man can say some pretty out there shit. Um, and I've called him out on it before, and it later transpired he was taking the stuff I wrote very personally. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, which See, is 
The thing is, is he has a job that is like our job, except he has to pretend he's serious. Pretty right. much, so, yeah. Which I is feel really, bad for him that way. I mean, he, I, have, um, I have to make fun. I called him the fudge pactor. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the thing that really... Because really, um, he's got that show packed... Uh, that, article column packed as podium and the thing and of all the things i've said about anyone in the industry apparently this is what finally tipped him over the edge and made him call me out in public i suggested he do a show called packed as podium where he analyzes <laughs> his own poos and tells us what he ate for dinner and apparently that was the tipping point that's where he had enough and then he tweeted about how you know he's never spoken to me before and i should you know get to know him before insulting him and then i said oh patty i all you ever have to do is actually you know fucking tell me if you think i've crossed the line and i'll stop which hmm. has always been my role with anyone in the industry most people take it very well you know i my nickname for jeff rubenstein at sony is the sexual ape and i <laughs> what does that even mean i don't know and i <laughs> And I constantly, like, draw, you know, googly eyes and big waggy tongues on Aaron Greenberg's face. And both of those guys are cool with it and they find it funny. Um, not everyone does, but all they've got to do is email me and I'll stop. I've always right. been, you know, cool about that. Um, so, we, you know, we got into that kind of thing. Funnily enough, Baxter says he took that all to heart. Um, when, when I spoke to him at Pax, he said he took everything on board and knows not to take it personally in that, so long as I don't, like, legit call him an arsehole. He says right. it's fine, and then, yeah, like, I shook his hand, and then we both hugged it out. Um, <clears throat> have you which... have you, uh, have you you uh seen a picture of his wife? I have not, no. She's fucking hot. Well, he, so... shouldn't, he shouldn't be worried about anything <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> seriously, the, the dude is, like, he sounds smart talking about video games, and he's got a super hot wife, so, like... Well, I mean, shit. I know. There you go. We expect people. Well, people expect the same thing out of you, Max. They're like, "What? Max is jealous of guys that can play guitar?" But you know, you, you weren't always as sexy as you are now. You've always been sexy, but just not Stop. as sexy. Stop. Likewise, Pac sexually has, harassing me. Pactor <laughs> has always been a superstar. He's a superstar. He's got like three different shows. He's probably paid very well. He's one of the more famous uh, analysts in the history of the industry. But on, on the inside, he might still be an insecure little well, factor. I'm friends with him now. He said we were friends for life. That's right. Um, he actually said that. And I met him later that day as well. We were both crossing the road. We were cross paths. I went to just say hello and just briefly shake his hand again. This was in the middle of the road. And he went, no, 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 always hugs. And grabbed me and we both <laughs> hugged it out again in the middle of the road. <laughs> Wow! Just, yeah, it was an awesome moment. Um, so I'm I'm glad that kind of we're we're back on track with Factor uh, now because, yeah, like I I've never meant to any any serious offense at the guy because I don't think he's a b bad guy and it's the same with all the meat jokes about Reggie fees and me. I do them because yeah. I I think they're funny, not because of anything I think about the guy, uh, which is probably incredibly selfish. No, like, I don't think I don't so. give it's a fuck much. about you. Just imagining you as a ball of meat amuses me. <laughs> It's a mystery because, to me. Um, yeah. We, I mean, we we do these things where we make fun of people, um, and we and we say some shit. But from what I from what I can gather, it's it's generally a pretty amiable industry. I mean, we all kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this isn't high school. Like, we're not going to try and beat each other up, except for Cliffy uh -huh. B, who I'm pretty sure wants to actually fight me. <laughs> I yeah, still haven't might. met Let's the guy. Like that. everyone's fucking met him, but me. Yeah. He's really nice. He's a nice guy. Yeah, it's that's yeah, the thing. Nice chat. Nice, you know. Everyone's like pretty, uh, pretty nice people.
I made some um, a while ago. Um, Adam Kovic from from Inside Gaming on Machinima. Uh, he tweeted um, this link to an Amazon page that was like a rubber a rubber horse mask. He said, "I really, I really wish um, I could justify this as a as a purchase that we needed for our show, like a work a work purchase." Um, we actually had a rubber horse mask backstage at the Detroit show, so I went and got it, and I sent him a picture, and I just said, "Suck it, Machinima! You know who's the best now?" <laughs> and some some kid like tweeted at me and was like, "Who do you think you are?" Who do you think- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, not that serious, guys. Like, yeah. yeah, I love the guys that get offended for other people. Oh yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, and I get that, that, like you know, with fanboys of things, you know, I'll make fun of the PS3 and and everything. But most of the people at Sony really like me, and it's just their fans <laughs> that get upset and pissed off. And it's like the people at Sony understand that you know sometimes criticism is there to be had, and I'll do it. And and a lot of other destructive writers will do it in a more impassioned manner than most. Um, mm. and, the, and most companies are cool with that. So, you know, lay back, guys. It's not that bad. It's not that serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. have to worry about defending Nintendo yeah. or something. They're going to do yeah. fine. And I'm not saying, yeah. you know, oh, hey, guys, you know, video gaming isn't serious business or whatever, because I know people are like, oh, take it seriously, man. It's like, you know, we're still talking about video games, and there are intellectual and serious points to be made, but at the same time we're still talking about a fun pastime that everyone should be enjoying themselves with. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just... just I look at people like on, on NeoGAF or N4G and it's like they seem so sad all the time. Yeah, they I seem know. so miserable all of the time. Just yeah. so upset with everything. Um and no one's allowed to make any jokes, you know. There's there's no line between the truth and humor now. It's the truth or trolling. You're either gonna mm. be hundred percent sincere or any joke you make, oh he's trolling. He's trolling. Yeah. It's like no, mm. but sometimes mm. people are just trying to make you laugh. And if you yeah. let yourself laugh, then maybe you'd have a much nicer time and you'd enjoy video games more. Yeah. You know what's more entertaining than watching somebody talk about something in a boring manner? Watching them talk about it in an entertaining manner, like it's it's pretty uh, pretty simple concept there. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's well, some I, people defy being entertained on purpose. Yeah. They well, don't. I understand, want to I understand the idea of being a hardcore fan of something. I can I can get it, but at the same time, um, there are a lot of fucking video games, uh, and and the reason I feel like the reason that we uh, have that we do this, that we do what we do. Is we know what to take seriously and what not to, and if and if you are hardcore serious about video games, you're not really going to have a whole lot of energy to do much else. Like, you know, think of stuff about them, and I don't know. Sure, sure. Somebody well, bitched I, me I, out for uh, somebody bitched me out for for not being serious enough about Mass Effect. What? Uh, for Mass Effect Three. What does that even mean? How apparently, you... I well, I, I talked about how there were frog people, you know, and I I know and they're there called are... Krogans. I just. I thought it was. It sounds funnier that way. So I said the frog uh, people who are good fighters, but I don't. And um, I, you know, it's it's funny because it's it's Mass Effect Three. It's at a point where either you're gonna buy it or you're not. You know, yeah. If you if you like the second one, you're and maybe the new so, one's caught your attention. Like it's just there's. 
So do they think that you are making fun of their precious Mass Effect 3, which has millions of fans and is in no yeah. threat of being a uh, financial um, failure in any way? It's going to make millions of dollars no matter Probably. what. So who cares? Yeah. Why are, why are but it goes, people... it goes back to the esports thing again, where you can't have a criticism, you can't make a joke. Or and just it's a like, different if you guys were fucking secure in what you believed in, that esports is an esport thing and that you know, should be taken seriously. If you were secure in that, you wouldn't need to act so insecure and so upset at, at mm. any perceived slight. Right. It's like, from anyone, like, not just, like, a high-profile character, but, like, a destructor Community C blogger or something. It's oh, like, sure. you, you fucking get so upset over any perceived slight, and it makes you look so insecure, and it makes gamers yeah. look just dreadful. Yeah, just mean, thought police, angry... Intolerant, yeah, it's ugly. Yeah, I agree. I like how yeah. it's always towards the end of of Pod Toy that we just get all kind of serious and we're like, why can't we just get along? Like, it's like a drunken conversation. Yeah. Like, it's I love funny. you guys. And I guys, really, yeah. really love you guys. We've reached the philosophical stage now. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for some questions. Let's if, do some sure. questions. Fuck yes. Fucking oh, hell. One, one question. Huh? You guys, you know they're doing a. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys this. I should have asked you ahead of time. Sorry. Um, they're doing a 3DS event, and people are wondering what they're going to announce. What do you think they're going to announce? They're doing a thing. Uh, uh, probably they're going to announce the 3DS Lite. 3DS Lite. What will that be like, Max? It's going to have two uh, thummy thingies, thummy pads. Two thummy and thingies. It won't have 3D. And it won't have 3D, so it won't be a 3DS Lite then. It'll be like it will a. It'll cost $250. <laughs> so it'll be a double nub Lite. <laughs> the, the dub nub. <laughs> the Nintendo <laughs> nub. I don't fucking know. I don't care. I really. Well, no, that was a great Come answer. On. I loved it. Well, people I are think, talking. You know? I think yeah. they're going to give to everyone who like bought the 3DS early, they're going to give out a bag of pogs. And they're gonna call us the three DS Slam Ambassadors. <laughs> There's okay, some nineties humor cool. for you. <laughs> oh, that would be good. I, I I also think they might announce something new. I think it might be a version of the three DS that is way cheaper that doesn't have three D. I don't really think the two nub thing is gonna happen because that would cause developers who've been already working on their games for a couple of years now to have to go back to the drawing board in terms of controls and stuff like that. So I, I don't really think the two nub thing will happen. Maybe it will. But I do think it's possible that a, a no three D three D S will come out that'll just be, you know, probably a good fifty bucks cheaper to produce so they could put it out for close to a hundred because people don't care about three D as it turns out. That's what I've noticed anyway. 3D fucking shit. That's why. Oh, I like it a little. It's, I don't like it fifty bucks more. It's, it's for actually console. it actually works okay on the 3DS. I actually yeah, don't mind yeah. it there. Playing console games in 3D, I do no, not like it. I I played uh, House of the Dead Extended Cut at uh, PAX in 3D. <laughs> it, I didn't like it. I played Sonic Generations in 3D. I played Silent Hill Downpour in 3D. I I like my eyes to focus on things. Sure. And 3D isn't good at letting you focus on things because there's there's too many points of interest for your eyes and they can't get and a view from what Yeah. Max can speak to this as a fellow art student. You don't want to overload people's brain with information when you when you create something for them to look at. Like if you airbrush everything, there's just so many different colors and depths of field going on at the same time. It's like, ah. whereas you look at like Batman the animated series, you can look at that all day because it doesn't text yeah. right. 
Right. I mean, here's the thing: like, you get fucking Ubisoft and Sony like going so far up fucking 3D's ass that <laughs> just their little feet are poking out, and yeah. they talk, "Oh, it's going to be the next HD." It's like, well, no. The thing about HD is that there is an almost universal acceptance that it's a step forward or in a step upwards. Whereas mm. with 3D, there are so many problems. It's more of a step you know, sideways, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just people with different visual impairments, people you know, with various degrees of sightedness, um, people that just literally cannot see 3D images, you get mm. all this fucking shit. And it's like, with HD, you don't have so many barriers in the way. And even someone like me, who, you know, my eyes work more or less fine, I, I can see 3D... But I don't like it. It's gross. Like, it, to me, just <laughs> that many, like, perspectives floating around in a screen is gross to me. Like, it's grotesque. I don't, do not like it at all. And mm. especially playing something like Sonic, it's like running that fast in 3D is, ugh. It's just yeah, overstimulating. I played, um, I played yeah. some Ocarina, um, I was sitting next to Eric, uh, Detroit user, Mud Bastard. On the, uh, oh, the flight yeah. back. I thought it was Mud Buster. It's Mud, bastard. No, it's Mud Bastard. Um, oh, sorry. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. But yeah. he uh, he let me borrow it. He's like, do you want to... I'm like, I have Oreos and Chex Mix. And he's like, do you want to borrow my 3DS? And I was like, yeah! This beats the shit out of playing <laughs> terrible Linux games in the seat back. Anyway, I played that and I was just... I Periodically, I would turn the 3D on for a moment just to see how it would look. Mm-hmm. But then I'd turn it off like... The reason you don't get a deck entirely of like holographic cards is it's kind of like I don't know it's it wouldn't be as that's not a terrible analogy. Um, <laughs> no, I thought it was pretty good. No, yeah, I know. it's it's just yeah you you basically don't want to overwhelm anybody. I think that it's I mean it's when you have a game that has the rumble feature going constantly like you don't want that just constantly. Yeah. Um, three, I, I feel like it would be kind of cool to have like certain parts that involve three D like you know, kind of sprinkled throughout, but having the entire game in 3D is just, I don't really, it doesn't do anything gameplay-wise, and it's just tiring for your eyes, so... well, We we need to remember as well, fucking 3D has been a gimmick, like, once every 10 years for the past fucking 20, 30 years, almost. It'll even be on there, like, I I remember people in the 60s, wasn't it, getting all up in arms, like, oh, 3D, it's the new thing, (laughs) ha ha! And we yeah, I think this... ever since there was color. Yeah, yeah, and I remember being a kid in the 90s and 3D was big then, and now it's big again now, and it'll go away and it'll come back again with new technology later on. And there, there is nothing more faddy to me than 3D, and mm. it doesn't even lend itself well to like many movie genres. or Like, action and horror. That's your genre. That's 3D right there. That's your 3D movie. Uh, Give me some holograms. Give me some holograms. (laughs) (laughs) Give me some actual holograms, and then give me, uh, and then you can have sex with them. Can we have some questions? Yes. (laughs) Okay. This question is. um, I have a feeling Holmes is going to be the guy who really has an opinion on it. Um, But Ziag asks, "Are you pissed that Nintendo's almost completely ignoring Metroid's 25th anniversary?" Fuck yes. Really? Your your map? Yeah. I'm fucking huh. pissed about that. Oh, okay. It's, Tell me it's more. It's kind of bullshit. Um, I Metroid is one of my. It's like one of my all time favorite games. Um, I am dying to play like a. I've been really wanting to play Super Metroid again. Um, I was just I mean, playing I could, it last night. 
Yeah, I could get it and play it on something, but I kind of, I don't know. I haven't really... That's why I'm excited about Aliens Infestation so much, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, they're always, like, you know, carting out Link so that everyone can suck his dick, and good God... <laughs> you mean those, so Sonic? Those... Sonic can what? suck his dick. Sonic sucks his dick. Sonic. Not everyone, just Sonic. Fucking suck that dick! Yeah! <laughs> Panicle! <laughs> suck that chili dog, Tails! Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. You continue. Yeah. Right. And then they have those Italians who come out and they like take off their overalls and they're like, "Hey, it's a wiener. That's dick. But it's like, where's Samus? Why isn't Samus being all like, you know, do the thing, do that one thing, you know? <laughs> well, suck her dick, but you know. I personally feel guilty because I've been meaning all month to write a feature about how much I love the first Metroid, but I just keep not doing it. Other stuff gets in the way. So I feel personally guilty. I feel like it would be hypocritical of me to point fingers at Nintendo for not celebrating it because I haven't celebrated Metroid as much as I'd like to. That said, um, they did just have Other M, which sold way worse than they thought. And got panned really hard, like passionately hated by, I would say, at least, uh, no, more than that. Uh, just from what I've read, much more than 50% of the reviews and features about it have been like passionately hateful. So it's kind of like when, um, when a female celebrity has a scandal, it's usually a female, you know, she um, had a, the, what do they call it when their vaginas are shown by accident? Uh, a word that's that, right. A- Upskirt, is it an up? Is it a, or like a uh, push, pussy flash? Maybe um, pussy flash. Yeah, I guess that would be a uh, a, a lip slip? slip. A lip, a lip slip. slip. Yeah, <laughs> it's similar to um, that time Janet Jackson's nipple was shown on the uh, right. That's a nip slip. Oh, I'm sorry. I mix up vaginas and nipples sometimes. You're so a they- weird man. <laughs> <laughs> long story short, and it has been too long. I apologize. Samus isn't hiding right now. She's ashamed after Other M. They don't want to. They they want to wait for that to blow over for a little longer. Unfortunately, that happened on the 25th birthday of the series. But I imagine once a Metroid game comes out that people actually like, they'll be talking about the series again. Well, I think it's it's a problem because Metroid is inherently Nintendo's most um, not not mature, but um, it's the most adult oriented of their franchises. And I could see that. I think they don't it's know the... how to go about it. Like they tried to make a first-person shooter out of it with Prime, and people like that sort of. I always hated it, but they loved um, it. Prime series did really well, actually. Yeah, I know. And then yeah. I was looking forward to Other M just because it was going back to you know side scroller kind of thing. But it totally um, didn't. Yeah, it really didn't. Yeah, yeah. I know. Other the thing um, is, other... I'm I'm done being mad at Nintendo. It's like I can't be angry at them anymore because if. If I was angry at them every time they did something worth being angry about, I'd be an N4G poster, yeah. like we mentioned earlier. <laughs> I am. I am just. I am bummed that they're not. I mean, they do it for fucking Mario. They do it for Link. Like, why the fuck don't they release some special edition ass fucking like? It's a. Metroid. It's all other M's fart. It's all other M's fart. I just said. I meant yes. to say. Fault. Yeah, it's all other M's fault. It's, it's, it no, really. It's, it's not other sure. M's fault. It's Nintendo's fault for being stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's always like Nintendo... <laughs> They're not... I mean, why the fuck aren't they putting Super Metroid on... Like, if they put that out for the 3DS, like, I'd probably consider, you know, buying well, a 3DS. Might. 
Yeah, wow. who knows? Here is why. Here is why Nintendo is not celebrating Metroid other than uh, well, Metroid's twenty fifth anniversary, because yeah. Metroid is owned by the same company that made it take longer to find the NES games to download them on the three DS than it took to actually download the cunts. <laughs> well, that was you got the that tip I sent in about. Oh, I'm sorry, talking about Inside Baseball again. You got the uh, you downloaded them early, a day early. That took a while. You had to like hunt around. Yeah, but it's there. still the same thing. Is like, it really? One, once I knew where they were, and it's still where they are. Once I knew where they were, like just having to navigate because once you set the download, it then kicks you out of it. So you have to go back to the menu, back to the settings, back to your downloads, back to scrolling all the way fucking down to finding the games. And it's yeah. like, it, and it, if you're going top to bottom, it takes a little bit longer each time as well. <laughs> so it's like navigating, not just like not wondering where they are, but knowing where they are and going to them and selecting them takes longer than it does to download them. And that's why Metroid's 25th anniversary is not celebrated because the executives at Nintendo must have suffered some awful trauma as children to the point where they think the things that happen now are okay. For, for Iwata... For Iwata to look at the 3DS Ambassador program and think that's cool, for Iwata to think that not celebrating Metroid is an okay thing, and for Iwata to think that we all want to play Urban Champion, he must have been raped fucking hard as a kid. Okay, next question. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, uh, Quack um, says um, he had a really nice... Um, message actually he said uh, you guys provide me with hours of entertainment sure but it's something more than that I love listening to your conversations uh, Jim you said something in one of the earlier podcasts about feeling unsure if the others would take to your sense of humor and they did I know I've had moments in my life where I was unsure if I would be welcome and my worries were unfounded I know this is cheesy as fuck but you guys are helping me grow as a person a little bit yes but still growth I just feel better after the humour the insight, the social interaction of the podcast what I realised was that you really do just have to be yourself and that's actually hard sometimes when you really know or think you don't have any real identity, I'm trying to get that out of that, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get out of that rut right now and again I know it's corny but I had to say it, I also want you guys to know you're making a change, a difference an impact in someone's life no matter how small it may be Hopefully this comment opens the door to others for what the fuck is Jonathan Holmes' ethnicity. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I, was, I was getting like all like choked up for a second because that's all heartwarming. Yeah, that was well written. I, I, like, to oh, think he, I like to think he meant the yeah. last bits as well. Yeah, that had no, to come I, from um, somewhere. But don't top on Quack and actually... D- we actually mentioned him last week and didn't read it out because it was so long and he's been posting it like trimmed down to get us oh, get me to read it. I thought I'll I'll do it. Um, thank you, Dr. Up on Quack. Um, yeah. for any of that you might have meant. Honestly, yeah. this was this was my first PAX, um, first chance to actually meet community members and having people come up and be like, Hey man, I like your show, whichever they're talking about this one or, you know, the Destructoid show or whatever it is. Um that that makes it that's huge. Like I can't I was I was just glowing for the past few days just because I was so happy that that's a thing, you know. And it's like it's it sounds corny and it is corny, but when you wake up in the morning and you read like, um, what's the worst name you can call someone? Uh, that on YouTube, those fucks um, saying just petty mean shit, and you're like, well, I'm you know doing this for them so i'm glad they hate me um you know it's, mm. it really makes up for it when people come up and they're like hey dude like can i have a picture with you like and i'm like fuck that let's hang out and talk for a minute you know yeah so, yeah 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 it's 
it's amazing. Like, PAX is always... Um, well, I say always, this was only my second. And, yeah, it's it's breathtaking because I, I'm sure you're the same way, Max, and you, Jonathan, like, when we're just writing at home or in our offices or wherever we are, like, because it's the internet, we don't really interact with an audience and we don't know who's reading, who's seeing, how big it is, what scope we are, or whether even we're making people laugh or... or think something and then you mm. go to something like PAX and you see people who really appreciate you and it does make up for it it makes up for you know just the yeah. the torrent of abuse that we have to weather sometimes and it's it sounds it sounds petty to get you know bent out of shape about stuff on the internet and, and yes you could ignore it but why is the comment feature there if you're just going to ignore it you know it's just yeah. people yeah, shouting well, into a void and, sure. and really if you are working on the internet and you are you know if it's a it's it's a digital place I mean it's it's not a huge difference from people on the street being like, hey, fuck you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is like people just coming into your workplace and screaming at you. That's yeah. how it feels sometimes. And so when they actually come up to you and, and say they like what you do, it um it does counteract that a lot. It is a relief. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, deep. But deep yes, serious. Thank you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to just say thank you to everyone that came up to him myself and another detailed editors this weekend it was kind of i think the funniest one this kid came up to me but he ran at me from behind um and just went are you jim sterling or am i crazy and And that's so weird because it's not it's not crazy for me to be there (laughs) like and i i didn't feel like it should be weird but apparently to some people it is weird to see me um and that's, I think that's yeah. really what hammers home like how, how awesome like the the job is and and how well you're sort of doing, um, and how well I've done, which is always a surprise, and it should always be a surprise. Like you shouldn't be like, I'm not going to name names, but certain people in the industry who very much take it for granted and very much act like they deserve the recognition and the, I guess the praise that they get. Um, you should always be surprised and shocked and confused, which yeah, I always try and remember to always be confused because it makes you appreciate <laughs> it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And because, Jonathan, you were not there at PAX, I will read out Wicket's question, which was, does Jonathan Holmes know that I love him so much? Oh, that's nice. He was uh, mad at me about something, I think. I think it was about fighting games, actually, because um, I implied that you can't tell who the best fighting game character is solely based on Evo results and what people who compete say about um, characters. And he was like, oh, come on. Evo guys, you know, they're the experts. And I was like, oh, not really. So he loves me. Thanks, I love you too. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah. little request for Pen Kaizen. Um, 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 I've just baked a parsnip pie, snake. <laughs> Eat my pie, brother! So that's just for pen pies. Um, Henrik, Henrik GDS, I guess. Um, he asks what kind of music we like. I don't think we've ever really talked about music. Um, hmm. We've oh, talked yeah. about everything video else that isn't yes. video games. We might as well talk about music. Max, you're a man of, of well-traveled... Oh, Jesus. What am I listening to these days? Um, uh, I like... I, I people say they like everything. I don't like everything. I like a lot of things. Um, most recently, I mean, fuck. Last night, I was listening to the Eight Mile soundtrack. 
which I listen to a lot because I'm an idiot. Um, is that uh, Eminem singing that? It's not all Eminem, but it's some of him is on there. I like I like I I like Eight Mile because it's such a stupid stupid. Um, Rags to Riches movies. Uh, Music-wise, I've been listening to a lot of Chemical Brothers and early kind of um, electronic music, like early Prodigy, uh, Future Sound of London. Um, I like instrumental stuff just because I can I can read or draw or write while I'm listening to it, so it's kind of good to zone out to. Uh, I also, all-time favorites would be Iron Maiden, The Misfits, NWA, uh, The Pogues, a lot of 80s New Wave, One Hit Wonders. I hope to someday star in a biopic of Falco. Um... <laughs> Johnny Cash, Danzig, um, a lot of rap, Easy E, stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, MC Chris, all the way. Um, that's that's about that? it. Who's MC Chris again? Uh, he did a lot of Adult Swim stuff. He raps about Star Wars bounty hunters. Um, oh got, yeah, we talked about him voice. last week. Yeah, nerd rap. Yeah, after um, here. But yeah, that's that's some of the things that I like. I like a lot of shit though. So that's a lot of stuff. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. More How recently, you, though, it's been like crap. <laughs> anyway. Jim likes Rush. I, I, I do like Rush. I, um, I'm actually one of the only people in the world. I like to think I'm one of the only people in the world whose iTunes playlist will include Scissor Sisters and the Electric Light Orchestra. Um, I love ELO. That's, that's the first band I ever fell in love with, ELO. Um, I like Scissor Scissors. I'm a big fan of Nine Inch Nails. Um, I recently got into a, a guy called 009 Sound System, um, who does like electronic dance. Uh, love Sparks. They were oh, they're incredible. I love them. Fantastic Sparks Brothers. They, I mean, you can't even pin them down to a genre. They go from pop to glam to techno to just fucking nowadays they're like avant garde fucking mental shit. Um, Highly suggest you do a YouTube search for the song "Dick Around," which was one of their later ones, which is just insane. Um, what else do I like? I like Rush, as, as said. Um, started to get into the Stranglers a bit more. Um, love a bit of David Bowie, of course, uh, and just all sorts of like all over the place. It really is an odd. I'm not really into like rap and that sort of thing. Um, otherwise, I'll give pretty much anything, and even then, I appreciate some rap, but it's just not for me. But yeah, also very eclectic, very random, and nineties as nineties um, one hit wonders as opposed to Max's eighties. I love Mister mm. Vane, uh, No Rain. Um, <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> I've even got fucking Sweet Like Chocolate. So yeah. what's that? I don't even know what that is. Just. Fucking look look for it on YouTube. <laughs> you won't sing it? Come on, sing it. Sweet like chocolate. For five minutes. <laughs> there's, there's a bit of a song in there as well, but... It's, Is that it's... by those Russian sisters who kiss? No. Um, no, that's... I like that's I tattoo. Think about I like them. them. That's tattoo. Yeah. I actually don't mind that song either. I like that song hey, as well. It's, it's, it's good. Uh, yeah. Jonathan, what kind of music oh, me. tickles your ears? Oh, that's tough. Um, people recently uh, introduced me to Reggie Watts, who I should have known about because he's been around for a while. He's really good. He's like a strange comedian. Is he like the giant, giant hair guy? Yep, he's giant okay. hair guy, giant he's beard. 
did a song called uh, Fuck Shit Stack about hip-hop that's really good. He's got a lot of good songs, though, and like depending on what performance he's doing, he'll come out with a British accent or a southern accent, so no one knows what his actual accent is or where he's from. He's kind of this uh, like ambiguous anth- uh, ethnicity character that for like some reason... you! Well, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do I like? I like Joy Division and New Order a lot. I like The Advantage, which is a video game music cover band. I saw them. I like... Oh, yeah? How are they? Yeah, I saw them. They're great. I saw them in, uh, in Petaluma a few years back, and that was like, no one I was with gave a fuck about like video game music, and I was like, guys, come on. It's the fucking Advantage. And they were like, I don't know. And I was like, fuck yeah, you Yeah, I know. They, they, uh, they kind of missed the boat. They Their oh, two God. CDs came out before kind of the craze that's um, yeah. kind of going on now. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed them for a while. And, uh, they, their cover of the Goonies music. The Goonies I know, music. it's so good. So that, good. I fucking love that. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to that a lot. I also like The Misfits. I don't like Danzig solo as much. Like The Misfits to me is like Robocop, and Danzig solo is like Robocop 3. I still appreciate it, but... It's a little bit. I'm laughing at it a little bit more than laughing yeah. with it. I, I think I, that I think that it's kind of like the Misfits is sort of like Dawn of the Dead, and then Danzig is sort of like The Ring, and you're like, oh, uh, I was thinking more Return of the Living Dead. Danzig is very Return. Oh. Have you seen Return of the Living Dead with the? Yeah, rock? it's got a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard rock. Uh, what about uh, Samhain? Do you like Samhain at all? That's uh, it's a little too serious. I, I like it. They have there's something weird. It just sounds like. It sounds like the misfits in a really long tunnel. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> yeah. more spooky. Like it's, it's the, the more occult side of misfits. Evil. Yeah. Like the misfits I, prefer I don't them. Feel... Huh? Yeah. You prefer misfits I prefer them to immediately same? to the the new misfits with fucking Jerry Only and those guys oh, cuz that just that, yeah. Oh god. They're like yeah. that's like Spider-Man and his amazing friends. It's Jerry Only, Marky Ramone and Des Cadena and they were like let's just do like uh you know like 50s uh 50s covers. Uh, but we'll like wear horror makeup when we do it. Oh, that's a great idea. We'll call ourselves the Misfits. Fuck you. They really did that. That's dumb. I wish they yeah, hadn't. I done actually, that. I one of the better experiences in my life is I saw Danzig on tour and he played a an all classic Misfits set with um, the original guitarist Doyle, which oh, was cool. fucking awesome because it was Danzig's like not being like oh well scary blues metal <laughs> you know instead he was just doing like you know astro zombies and shit so that was awesome sure that's great yeah i've never uh, seen so many i've never seen so many metalheads smiling all at once it was beautiful they were like <laughs> yeah, the scariest like, fucking crowd and they're just all like beaming and looking happy it was like fucking crazy well that's my theory on the misfits is that if you're one of those guys who thinks you always have to be frowning and angry, you can't help but be a little bit happy when you hear Ratfink. Like, it is kind of just a, a pure, purely joyful song. You know Ratfink, where it just spells oh, yeah. the word Ratfink? Yep. <laughs> That's the lyrics, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's their, like, their one time they can feel good and, and say, oh, but I'm still tough because, you know, they're wearing angry makeup misfits. Mm-hmm. So I like other music beside that, but I'll talk about it some other time because we talked about it for too long. Okay. Next question. Do we have one more, um, more questions, or what is it? Kneebone oh says favorite. <laughs> I'm confused. Uh-huh. It's like we've only been uh-huh. for two hours. Only two hours. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Kneebone says favorite video game hat. Now I don't know if he's talking about like an in-game hat or like a physical hat because I've got several video game in-game hats. 
mm. uh, of which Max Scovel and I received um, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> That's Which is awesome. amazing, yeah. and they might actually, if we're talking real, that might be my favourite. I've got, like, um, I've, I've since now that I've got more than two, I think I might start a collection, because I've got the Scribblenauts hat, the Sonic the Hedgehog hat from Sonic Colors, Skyrim, and the Kirby's Epic Yarn hat, and I'm really tempted to start, I, I'll never wear them, but just to have them. What's the no, Kirby's good, Epic Yarn hat? Hats. What's uh, a Kirby's Epic? What? It's my review copy. They sent me a beanie, like a pink beanie with Kirby's Epic Yarn on it. Oh, that sounds awesome. It's a really nice... I've actually stuck it on my plush companion cube. And um, so my companion cube is wearing an Epic Yarn hat. Man, we are... Our stuff is worth more than we are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have so much stuff. Um, I, what, what's my favorite hat? Um, fuck, I know. I love stupid hats. <laughs> I, ha- I swear to God, I have stupid hats. <laughs> Uh, I guess my favorite, if we're thinking like in-game hats, I really like Ash Ketchum's hat, and mm. I really like um, the Minish Cap from Zelda. Oh yeah, uh, Elzo, I think his name is Elizo. Is it? Is he the it's name? Like, because I've yeah, played that like, two months ago, and I don't remember it because of the fucking yeah. plots. The plots in Zelda are just stupid. Yeah, you know? they're Minish like Cap. they're What's like blonde name? women's names. You don't need to know them. <laughs> Ow. They're selling Mario, Luigi, and Wario hats at a Halloween store in town over here. Um, I'm really tempted to get the Wario hat. It comes with a little moustache. I would actually look like Wario if I put that on. (laughs) That's true. I I should buy it and do a Jimquisition with it and then write it off on my taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What hats do I like? Um, I don't know. That's a weird question, isn't it? It is, right? It is, it's just yeah. Weird yeah. There's a lot of hats I don't get that worked up emotional in-game hats, and then there are like hats that you know you get prom- promotionally out of game, and then there are character hats in the game. Like yeah. Nerds really like hats. If I learned one thing at PAX, it's that they have hats just everywhere. They yeah, just I love those like fucking hats. hats. So I, mean, I like hats, too. But I don't like them enough that I like pick out the favorites, per se. Like I like... Uh, uh, the guy in Persona, I think you pronounced it Junpei. He's got a hat. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Alright. Well, uh, Destructoid that's... decided to go down again for the 50 billionth time this week, so I ain't doing a number of questions. Uh... Um, so that has decided to end this Podtoid for us. Uh, oh, wow. We've gone for over two hours. They've had their fucking entertainment. They've had their fucking entertainment. They've had their fucking entertainment, you fucking Greek cunt. Oh, uh, email us a pie, I don't you? Oh, I would love... I've got to retire now and eat another pie! <laughs> I do like to eat mushroom pie! Fungi! Fun... Fun pie! <laughs> okay. Okay. Fun pie! Uh, fun pie! Stick it up your fun pie! Okay. Wow. Wow. I so sometimes I really want to try to join in with you guys, but then I wouldn't be able to pay as much attention to you. I like doing voices and you stuff too, contribute. but you guys are so good. You did contribute. Huh? You, said, you said guys who love pies. That's going to be the title, obviously. That would be, uh, <laughs> guys who love pies. That we, I, Jim, we really need to do that. Just when we get Skyrim, just put on our dumb hats and get on Skype together and just talk about pies while oh, we're yeah. playing the game. Record it. Maybe I can capture the video and. Yeah. Um, Put it on the internet and people will watch it. That's really the sad thing about the internet. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're like pigs, you feed them shit and they eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Toss them another chicken bone and watch them uh, lap it up with gratitude. Make them oh. a garbage pie. <laughs> 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 okay. we, are oh me- we are members of the <laughs> evil pie guild. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. <laughs> we enjoy <laughs> pies oh, somebody... as well, but evilly. Enjoy your poo pie, peasant. It tastes <laughs> like poo because poo is in it. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody, uh, oh, Bill, Bill Zucker wants me to. No, someone wants me to ask you something, Jim. One last question, I guess. Okay. One, one. Yeah. Something about herpes. Oh yeah. Uh, it's too late to talk about herpes. It's a big topic. Um. I mean, someone wants to know if you used to read. <laughs> Someone, uh, mealtime. Somebody from Epic Mealtime, I think, wants to know if you. Mealtime oh, mealtime strategy. strategy. I don't know what that is yet. I'm gonna go find That's out in a second. I'm sorry, I mixed them up. Um, this guy wants to know if you used to read Oink comic. I've sorry. Never, I've never heard of Oink comic. Okay. Oh, I'm, so- I'm so sorry if that's disappointed him. I've, I've never. I used to read the Beano. What's the Beano? I thought that was the stuff you take when your your poops don't come out. <laughs> Fucking shit, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Beano, yeah, that's for a tough poop. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, Max. Pie pie. <laughs> How did pie become a thing in your mind? It just did. What? Pie guild. Anyway, <laughs> I love the idea of there being a, pi- a guild of pie masters. Who are all <sighs> gruff and... Yeah, because they, cause pie is such a manly, hearty meal, so they've got to be like manly, hearty men. <laughs> you know, they... hairy, like, in sackcloth. Um, the, well, the journeymen will be in sackcloth. The, the higher ones can have tunics and surcoats. And like helmets and flagons of like ale mixed with pie crust, so it's like a big pie ale, and they just they they're quaffing. They don't drink like they quaff any liquid. Like it's always quaffed, and they're just like tucking into pie with a massive fork and just enjoying pie. Just huh. guys is... who like pies just getting together and feeling the pie. <laughs> It is poetic, but what what impresses me most about them is if you don't want to talk about pies, then that's too bad, because they they just are going to talk about yeah, pies. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing about the Guild of Pie Masters, is they're committed to pie. They... <laughs> <laughs> committed and, and impassioned to the point yeah. where it's like, I mean... In fact, I mean, if you want to discuss anything else with them, all the information has to be in a pie chart. Because otherwise they won't pay attention. <laughs> That's a lovely graph, but do you have it in pie chart? <laughs> but the trouble is, is, they love pie so much. You know, they think they, the concept of pie is so delicious to them that they will try and eat the pie chart. Wow. So yeah. the, their passion knows no bounds. They're the pie masters, man. I'm impressed. I can't wait to find out more. Maybe even next week. Maybe even Maybe next week. Yes. Maybe. No, no. Could happen. No, no. <laughs> One episode is one episode too many to talk about the Guild of Pie Masters. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. Shit. They're, they're... right about just shoveling shit into the mouths of pigs. <laughs> is that what he said about our show? I don't know, probably. Um, he should have, because it's, tr- it's true. 
Um, yeah, but, but I love everyone. Enjoy. I love all of the shit-eating pigs that listen to us. <laughs> I really <gasps> Me too. Yeah, I consider I was... myself one of them. I listen to us. Yeah, so I'd like to yeah. thank you all for taking the time out and listening to Buttoid. Uh, I've been your host, Jim Sterling, and I've been joined by Jonathan and Max and Tara. You can catch Max and Tara every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the Destructoid show. Um, not this coming Monday, I don't think, because that's the the holiday, isn't it? This Monday. So, uh, well, they're going to shoot a show that I believe will air on. Monday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So nothing will change for you guys. So it will be Monday. Uh, you can yeah. catch me and Jonathan Holmes. You know, we're hanging around on Destructoid every day. Destructoid.com on the internet. So check us out there. Download our Android app if you want. Um, like I said before, I can't get any bloody exclusives on that as much as I want to. But you know, you just be helping us out. And subscribe on iTunes and write nice reviews on iTunes, all that shit. So, yeah, I guess we will see you next week at the normal time. Uh, Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.